Yes. I, you know what? Wow. But this is just became chic as hell. I love that. So much better without the jacket. The, the, this is a banger without the jacket. Thank you. It says orgasm on it. Yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about fashiongasm. Ooh. Does this give you one, Ashley? The pants flood my basement. <laughs> what the? Oh my God. They do. What is flood my basement? I resigned. I've resigned from the show. Oh my god. Well, okay, that answers that. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome to the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to the infectious disease that is Project Runway. I am Ernest. <laughs> and I'm Patricia. <laughs> Yay, Patricia is back in the workroom, and um, uh, I'm so happy you're here, and I'm happy I am here, and I, you know, I have to say I mean infectious disease in a few ways because I feel like the show definitely is infectious, but it, I think it's also killing Dai Young. <laughs> oh, and I feel like that's what she might have. I think she's she's like dying of Project Runway because when I think about the um what do you call it the 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 flashback from last episode into this one um it's just becoming clear that uh this show is hurting her so anyway <laughs> um listeners send all of your questions to us or any gossip or comments you have to our gmail account and it's in the workroom at gmail.com that is i in the workroom and of course, you can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash the workroom and on Instagram at the workroom podcast. And I have to say that we've been getting some phenomenal letters. That's and good. I'm, yeah, I'm really, really happy. So I've been, so every so often, um, I will, um, you know, if you send something and I'm, I'm trying to respond to everyone, if I haven't responded to yet, um, I will eventually get back to you um but i am compiling everything so that we can talk about them because we are getting some really great questions and since i can't have you and Naylan on at the same time i'm i'm really i'm getting even more excited because then when we have that episode we'll all be on together because i'm curious to how you guys are going to respond to these questions and also people sitting in the um uh, like how the show's affecting you. And we also got, I think this was on Instagram. One of you said uh, that we're dangerous to listen to in the car because Naylan said something that nearly drew, made some, someone laugh so hard that she nearly <laughs> drove off the road. <laughs> so, oh, no. so be careful. Uh, warning, you know, we might yes. say things that are a little bit too funny. We don't want anyone to get hurt on their commute to and fro. Um. Also, speaking of commute, so we were talking a little bit about this off, off podcast. So we are delayed a little bit because, as y'all know, I was in L.A. Also, Nayland was in Los Angeles as well. But um, I was in L.A. and kind of got uh, wrapped up in a lot of stuff there. So we weren't able to record. And um, one of the things I got wrapped up in that was actually a lot of fun was Nayland's closing party for their retrospective at ICA L.A., um, so not really sure if anyone was there, but if you were there, I found, um, information about it on hyperallergic.com, um, which is an art blog, but it was, it was packed and just so much fun. So, um, 
yeah, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for them to come back on the podcast to talk about it. But uh, just to kind of um, also, Patricia, we haven't talked about it, but um, I had no idea. So so one of the performance, it was a night of performances and Nalen was um, our host throughout the throughout the evening and introduced each performer in this amazing getup. And if you haven't seen Nalen's outfit, please go to their Instagram. And I'm also going to well, regram it. I mean, I knew it's the best. It's the best. It, I mean, yeah, I knew I knew Nalen was going to show out, but uh, Nalen also put on some furry slippers from um, I'm pretty sure that is that was in the exhibit <laughs> and decided to wear them to the party. So um, but now Bustamante uh, was performing as Conchita in oh, um, a gender reveal party. And now Bustamante. So do you remember watching or do you remember hearing about this reality TV show on Bravo that was about I think it was called Art Star and the winner got an exhibition at the Brooklyn Museum Art Star I, I think, think you believe I think you mean to say um yeah Andre Serrano was a judge yes is it Art Star I don't know why I'm I, saying I, I feel like well, I did watch that show by the way and I think it was called something else but yes I did watch that show okay. and, and not now was briefly in it yes now was on it for I, I think I think before maybe two or three episodes um, yeah, yeah. Not long, enough. not long enough. Yeah, yeah. Not not long enough at all. I mean, I mean. So now, uh, uh, so Conchita performed with, um, I think it's Marcus Quilin Nazario, as um as like a hype man or a doula slash hype man. So not only was there a gender reveal on stage, but Conchita birthed uh, an eight and a half month old bunch of stuff. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> on the stage and I have to say like it was a mixture between um a birth slash I guess what you do when your doula is trying to coax out your baby um including like some 80s jazzercisers next to you um wrapped up in you know the jazzercisers are going to just kind of like dance and whatever comes out of your oh your my room. god <laughs> I'm just like in heaven thinking about an 80s jazzercise placenta. Uh, Never cut me off. Never I mean, cut me off. Exactly. It was so great. Um, so, yeah. So so that was that was kind of the, um, I, I mean, yeah, it's just so much fun over there in um, cool L.A. Because I have to say, so I'm from L.A. and I haven't been there in about four years. And that part of L.A., I think it was in the Los Feliz neighborhood. And I hear from people all the time who go there, who live there and, you know, like they talk about the east side and now all these parts of L.A. have so many different types of names. And it felt like I f it felt like I was in a warm version of Williamsburg a little bit, but Williamsburg oh. from like 10 years ago, not now, <laughs> okay. Okay. not now, like 10 years ago um, when it was a, like a little more industrial and you kind of had to know where you were going. And so, yeah, so it was it was just so much fun. I brought a bunch of costume jewelry that my mom tried to push on me <laughs> to the bring your own gender baggage. So there's a gender baggage table um, and like a, a makeover station and a bunch of DJs. So it also was I think that so the closing party was on Sunday. And if if um, if people are I feel like everyone's aware that was the day that um, the helicopter carrying Kobe Bryant and um, his daughter and a bunch of other people um, and other and two other families crashed. 
And so, um, but it also weirdly was the night of the Grammys when they were uh, honoring Prince. And um, I mean, I have to, I do have to say that it was just a weird time to be in LA during that moment because the entire city is still in mourning, um, but in a weird way, but also the feeling of the, of just kind of, kind of how sudden Kobe's death was um, made it feel like Prince. And then, hearing Prince all night at the gender reveal party. It was just kind of, I don't know. It was a weird trip. That sounds amazing though. Yeah. I mean, not that there was a helicopter crash, but just that you were able to be in a good space to reflect on all of these things. And with someone who's thoughtful and Mm -hmm. in a place that is amazing and open and free flowing. Yeah. 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 I mean, wait, go ahead. No, just that sounds amazing to me that that you had that ability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also, you know, I started the day off just not knowing what was going to happen. Um, talking mad shit about Kobe because I really do love doing that because I he's probably like one of my least favorite Lakers <laughs> because because oh. uh, you know like I had a I've always had like a rivalry with with my dad and my uncle who think he's the greatest basketball player to ever live and I've never. Th- I always was like, he's overrated because he joined the Lakers when I, I think I was in high school and I was so mad when he joined because it, it changed the entire team. And for some reason I was, my aunt and I were just talking crazy shit about him. And then I got a text and I was like, oh, oh my God, (laughs) now he's dead. Anyway, it was just, it was just like, you know, a crazy day, but also very Los Angeles. Um, incredibly Los Angeles day, but, um, I'm back in New York and more specifically back in Brooklyn and Patricia specifically in Queens. <laughs> so, and, and we're talking Viva! About- <laughs> Viva! <laughs> so let's actually get into this actual episode, um, that takes place in this actual city. And all right. So we start with our designers in the penthouse because that's where they're going to get their latest clue. That's sort of how they're um, how they're doing it now. And we have Brittany who reads the postcard that is presumably from um, from Christian Siriano. And it's like, hey, meet me at the entrance with the letter C on top on the Madison Avenue side of one of the most prestigious department stores in the world. Here's another clue. It's got windows, ashes, lavender. It's not Saks. And it's just like these... <laughs> <laughs> this long, long thing about basically there's they're meeting them at Bergdorf Goodman and um, they're excited. They have no idea what's happening. They just have to go there. Uh, they all, for some reason, think that they're going shopping. <laughs> so I just thought that was really adorable. It's like, you guys, this is where you're going to, going to actually get your challenge. You're not going to go and pick up some clothes at Bergdorf Goodman. Um, but yeah, so they make their way over and they show them going in through the doors and going through a little bit of the, I think, the ground level. And and most of them are pretty wild, especially Delvin. And I think this might be a check on his bucket list because he's never been there. Uh-huh. And um, it, it makes me think, I'm like, where has Delvin been? Because there are so many things that, and I say this not in a mean way. So I have to say I'm softening to Delvin a little bit. So when I'm asking like, where have you been? I'm not shading him because yeah. he's so he hasn't been to Paris, but he he holds Paris in high regard, especially with 
the couture attire, uh, the uniform, the way he approaches his work, and then has him in a Bergdorf's. But I want to know. I really do. I'm like, so so where where do you go or what have you seen or have you been to the Met yet? Or I don't know. <laughs> Things like that. So I mean, I have to – not that I need to defend him nor do I want to, but I think mm-hmm. if you are into couture and you've been to Paris couture, you know, there's very little in, in the U.S. that compares with it unless – like, I don't think the U.S. really has that culture. Hmm. So I think, I mean, maybe once a year there's a Met Gala that puts out some pictures. But the U.S., I, I don't, it, so anyway, I, I, <laughs> it's not so shocking to me that he's like, oh, Paris, Paris, Paris. Yeah. But I think that this was a very validating moment for, for Delvin. Like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Like, my work could be here. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there is Chelsea who's already kind of like, yeah, no, this is great. This is where I, this is on my list <laughs> of, yeah, where, of where yes. I would like for my clothes to be. Um, so, okay. So they finally get to where they need to go, which is in the basement. Not really. Like it's a cafe, but, <laughs> but who's there? So they're on the lower level and they enter this cove of oversized fruit faces and lips or whatever. And they're standing in front of this gigantic I guess it's a painting um, that says there is no crying at Bergdorf Goodman and uh, we get a clue as to who it is. It's someone named Ashley because <laughs> that's what Brittany is screaming. He's like, Ashley, Ashley. So <laughs> Brittany is a fan of this Ashley person and she is the one who's going to introduce us. So she gives us a rundown. So this is Ashley Longshore and we're we're living in her brain. We're this this is we're in this cove in this like low ceiling place, which is apparently the cafe in Bergdorf's. I'm sorry I didn't know about this before, but her name is Ashley Longshore, and she's flung herself all over that room with a bunch of quippy sayings. And there's this there's a shot of this painting that says cash, credit, candy, and um, apparently she's hailed as the living Andy Warhol pop artist. She's like a lady, lady version of Andy Warhol. Um, yeah and what's interesting about that is that if you look I mean this is when I wish Nayland was here also mm-hmm. we, put too much, we, we put too much pressure on them don't we <laughs> <laughs> we, we put way too much pressure they on them they've earned we, it <laughs> <laughs> they have yes they have earned it anyway but um, what I'm trying to say is something I wish I was more informed about which is Pop art is actually a movement that was started by women and, and women of color also. Um, so in a way, it's for me, like when I heard that, I was like, okay, well, maybe this is restoring pop art to its roots. So like in a way, um, what they mean is has the commercial potential of Andy Warhol, but mm-hmm. but pop art is bigger than Andy. Well, not bigger than Andy Warhol, but it has a longer history than Andy Warhol. And that's which I knew far more about because it's yeah. actually really difficult to find this unless whatever. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I, it's interesting. So I, I did look up this cafe. Um, you know, I've only been to Bergdorf's once and it was for um, a very, very special occasion. And and I haven't heard of this cafe, but this was open apparently in 2018. And I want to say that that's when the gigantic Warhol retrospective, the one of 18,000 that we've we've you know gone through opened up at the Whitney um I think it was 2018 
or at least or at least early 2019 but but yeah no I I totally agree with you um it's definitely more than Andy Warhol and plus I don't think we really got enough of her background because she's also she's based in New Orleans and I think there's a little bit of that connection with with Brittany who's from Texas and um also just Ashley's personality as well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not necessarily someone who she's not a like quintessential Norlinian, but um, definitely her style and how eclectic she is. And also uh, a, a lot of her her sayings and her quips um, are very, very Southern. And I think specifically from um, Louisiana. So um, anyway, but there's all, there's someone else who's there. It's not just Ashley, even though she already, I think, has taken over this entire scene so we also have christian <laughs> christian's siriano is also there and then uh we we have bergdorf's fashion director linda fargo who we have seen before and she's been around on the lifetime version of project runway and uh, apparently she did not get the ashley longshore memo because she's dressed as if she had expected to judge the cats episode like she's wearing <laughs> This all leopard print thing. And I think this was her way of getting out there. She's like, I'm going to go out there. But it's like, uh, Linda Fargo, don't you know that prints are the new neutrals <laughs> or cat prints are the new neutrals? And so um, anyway, so we have Christian who formally introduces Ashley Longshore to everyone else. And we learned that she was the latest artist in residence at Fashion Week and also the first artist to have a sole exhibit at Bergdorf's. And I'm, I believe that her outfitting this cafe at Bergdorf's is the first time that they've ever done that, like a, a true collaboration with an artist. And so, huh. yeah, and I also did have a question about this. I didn't know that Fashion Week had artists in residence. And it looks as if that just entails you painting live at Fashion Week. Huh. It just looked like she was just painting in real time. So, um yeah, that's. I think that's really kind of fascinating. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep looking that up. Anyway, so um, Linda Fargo chimes in, and uh, she's clearly the third fiddle in the room, um, below Ashley, below Christian, um, but Chelsea again, like Chelsea clocks her because she's like, "This is Linda Fargo. She is important to impress," and. Just as um, she's kind of getting to that, Linda kind of talks about the room and how it's called the Palette Cafe. And it's kind of clear to me that she's never been that far down in Bergdorf's. Like she's never been to that level, I think. And she's like, I think I think this is an actual place where people eat and talk to each other. Like she's just she's like, she's never seen this art before. She's never even written the subway. She's like, why? I don't write the subway. So why would I go this far below ground to meet? these people and so <laughs> anyway so um Ashley kind of talks a little bit about um what this is about and it's about collaboration it's about giving everything you fucking got and then when she drops her f-bomb sets Linda <laughs> Fargo's hair on fire and then <laughs> Linda Fargo goes okay I'm over this I'm in the basement um, I'll be following you, but I've got my fingers crossed because I'm lying and I don't want to end up in another basement, which I mean is is hell, which is where I am right now. So I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> she leaves immediately and um, just says bye to everyone. We never see Linda Fargo again. So is she one of our judges? No. <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea. You, you're you're going to have to 
find your own time to meet up with Linda, but not in the basement of Bergdorf Goodman. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so Linda leaves and uh, we finally get what this whole thing really is. And it's kind of challenge and it will be a collaboration with, with Ashley Longshore and what they've done is turned her artwork into fabric. And you also learn that Ashley Longshore has never seen her artwork translated into actual fashion. And I, this here was where I was like, oh, so your residency at New York Fashion Week had nothing to do with fashion per se, you know, like nothing to do with clothes wise. So she's super excited. And I was just really confused. I'm like, I think that ought to be a part of the residency. I think they need to rewrite that contract because I, I would love anyway. So, okay, we'll go on because we'll see that her designs are pretty or not her designs. Her artwork is, is quite perfect for prints. <laughs> um, Nancy is wearing a crochet cat hat. Yes, she is. It's wacky. Wacky. I really loved it. Um, anyway, I just had to say that because it's in my notes and with an exclamation point. I just was really excited to see that hat. Um, anyway, so Chelsea, who's on my bracket, has immunity because she won. And she gets to choose her first print. And the prints are all framed on a wall. And each designer must go up and choose a frame. But the twist is, once you choose your print, then you you have to pick the next designer to go. And guess who gets chosen last? <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think everybody knows who's yeah. listening. Yeah. And, Del- and Delvin said it best, right? That says it all. <laughs> yep. It, it does not call for any more explanation. We all hate him. Um, it's almost to the point where it's like, should I, maybe hate is too strong a word. We all don't, we all would rather him not be there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's better. Um, anyway. So what do these prints look like? <laughs> uh, they're really colorful. They, it's interesting. They skew between really bold, bright colors and then pastels. There's a lot of pink, but some have some like, darker color palettes <clears throat> and um, I would say there's some I'm I, I'm I'm not gonna go over all of the choices but I would say that there were some standouts um, for instance like Nancy Nancy chooses a print with quote-unquote swear words and hidden dildos mm-hmm. I didn't see any swear words on her print though did you um didn't look that closely yeah, I just saw things like Rika, rich and like expensive and I don't know. It just I don't know if these are necessarily swear words for Nancy or if she is sort of like you know Kenneth from 30 Rock. <laughs> I don't know if you watch 30 Rock. <laughs> but I I think I'm the only person in the world who has never seen that show, but I know um I know the comedian. Yeah. Wait, what's that person's real name? Uh I don't know his real name. I just know him as Kenneth the Page. And he's, oh, so I, I may not know who that yeah, is. Yeah, he's like tall, blonde, and and whatever he sees, it's like a, a he's just constantly looking at Sesame Street. And so oh. for some reason, I was just like, I'm not seeing what Nancy is seeing. So maybe if we go inside Nancy's head, she's got this vibe where anything that says like rich, 
actually means like a different word or if you have something that says like oh coco or rica i don't know but she's i don't know she was like this is i'm i'm looking at this this is my rebellious side i'm just gonna let it go because all these swear words are on are on it i'm like nancy i thought you were i don't i didn't i didn't i wouldn't take her for for looking at rich as being like a a bad word but maybe i i missed it because i i was looking Um, well i i I just paused my um screen and it says ho which i'm not sure if that's i mean but yeah there's rika eat work (laughs) arbs for carbs you know self ice cream ho uh damn okay damn oh there's damn Uh, okay Okay, so I guess that there's the one curse word, I guess. Okay. It's a Nancy curse word. I mean, for me, that's like, I don't even think about that. You know, that doesn't offend. I I don't have any Christianity to offend. But, you know, I'm not like, woo. <laughs> okay, well, maybe that says more about me then. Because I, like, I just so did not see Dan at all. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Um, but, you know, it's really funny that this came up because I, oh, my God, I'm going to reveal a little too much about myself. May I? Yeah. Oh, please. Go ahead. I, I have an eBay alert set for Ashley Longshore's fuck scarf. Okay? I want the fuck, I want the fuck scarf. <laughs> so, with... Because I know, I, I know that scarf. Like, I just love it. I want it. You know? But... So for... Which is kind of ridiculous because, you know, like, by the time it gets to eBay, it's going to be even less affordable for me. But I still oh, want to see what happens. Okay, <laughs> like, if you... I, if you, I still want to dream. <laughs> yeah, no. Let me know if you actually get that scarf. Um, oh, I definitely will. Yeah. I mean, I think the retail when I saw it for retail was like eight hundred dollars. I mean, I don't think it's going to be within my budget on eBay. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, you never, you never know. Maybe somebody spilled some paint on it, and I can live with that. You know. <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe. Oh my god! Eight hundred dollars. I shit. know. Hey, hey go babe go but that's why i was like wait for 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 swear words this was a really tame like composition here for this i print. know exactly because they also <laughs> wouldn't let her put a fuck scarf on project runway like <laughs> yeah. that's also yeah. what i what i thought they did i'm like did she have like a um a censored version did she have like a, ne- a cable network version of this print but the one they gave nancy in real life had all of the f-bombs on it or something but i'm like i don't i don't think they would do that so um oh nancy what what would she have done if she actually if they actually gave her or let her choose from the fuck print (laughs) that would have been great oh man um i want to note that delvin chooses a quote-unquote busy print because he's quote-unquote trying to have fun yeah yeah no that's great um, he can't help but have fun with this or or at least say it out loud because <laughs> you have to use a print because um, but there if anyone is upset about this, the only person who's saying it out loud is Victoria from Moldova because she goes up to the wall, takes the print and uh, immediately goes uh, now um, I hate this. It has everything I hate. It has a print. It has a flowers. It has it is not blue. So let me tell you how else I hate it. And then they're like, wait, wait, what? Like, what? She's like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I love you. I think you're amazing. Ashley Longshore, you're, you're great. But I hate these. I, I hate love it. your work. I hate flowers. <laughs> so I'm gonna flower print. Because I love your work, but I hate flowers. Like, what is going on here? You know, this is, I, I really did not like Victoria on this episode. I mean, it, 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 hey. it, yeah. 
she's becoming less adorable and more of a problem where I'm like, girl, the first couple of episodes, you were so afraid to speak English. And now you've got a lot more comfortable. And so we're seeing a little bit more of her personality. And, you know, she's a she's she's very um, straightforward with how she feels about stuff and is unapologetic. I like that. Mm -hmm. I just I don't like the brattiness. I know it, it, it really is. I think it's a perfect way to describe it because I don't think, I don't think it's something that she's conscious of. And so for me, bratty kind of conjures the idea of like a little kid who doesn't know better or who's been spoiled. And so it's not all their fault. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's kind of how Victoria is coming off with this. Um, we also have Jeffrey who chooses pancakes. I mean, yes. no balloons. Oops balloons yeah uh no uh hamburger buttons nipples <laughs> nipples so it's kind of perfect because you know he, you know jeffrey's always walking out with uh with their tits showing quote unquote yes so yes um so this is a two-day challenge and they get to go to mood to buy supplemental fabric but they need to of course showcase their print um, I was sort of missing the Tim Gunn percentage because I think from so from our our past uh, iterations of the show to make sure that the designers don't veer off from the actual challenge when they're told to use a fabric, they're just like you have to use eighty percent of this fabric. <laughs> so I think so they didn't they didn't get a percentage. They just have to showcase their print and. Ashley is going to give them some bling to add to it. And um, all right. And next is they get to uh, sketch a little bit, I think, in the cafe. And they also have to get ready for their first sit down with um, with Ashley. So. Yeah. So we have um, some like a little bit of sketch time before. And I think they the only things that I really want to note were. Jeffrey kind of goes around and gives a rundown of who will do great with this challenge because it it's another print challenge. And we, I, you know, I, I kind of feel as if we can look back at the, um, the unconventional challenge or even the cats challenge to see how people will do with prints. So Brittany and I was already expecting, uh, Chelsea to do really great, but also Nancy, <laughs> but unfortunately, Unfortunately, Nancy seems to be taking it kind of literal, literally, because she starts sketching out dildo pants. She takes the naughtiest part, quote unquote, the naughtiest part of her print. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to play it up because I'm going to be a rebel. I'm going to play up the naughtiness and I'm going to make some dildo pants. Um, basically penis pants. So she just should just say that. But specifically, <laughs> uh circumcised penis pants <laughs> just it's like nancy anyway um all right so let's go to mood you know there, there was so much potential in that idea why did she let that go you know the thing is with nancy okay i feel like i would have liked to have seen so spoiler alert ashley longshore talks her out of doing these dildo slash penis pants and um i think she could have done it but I only, for my amusement and also because she's not on my bracket, I wanted to see how are you going to translate that shape 
during while while the model is walking. How is a model going to walk those pants so that it conjures an upside down dildo? Well, what I thought, what I enjoyed about the potential for this, not that I could execute, is that it's it's the perfect, you know, dildo pants is actually, it, there's a lot of like logic there mm-hmm. because it's something you just put on and you take off, you know? Yeah. It's not something, uh, so I thought that was kind of hilarious. Yeah. And what a way to, sh- what a way to show this kind of symbol that we are all like globally, culturally taught that it's like, you know, fixed and infallible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like something that, oh, you take it on, you take, you put it on, you take it off, you know, big deal. (laughs) So it's not the monument you think it is. Oh, look, it's shriveled up. It's in the laundry bag, you know? So I thought there was so much potential there, but no, okay. That's fine. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so I think we can, um, I I feel like we, we can kind of like, compact these two meetings with Ashley how do you feel about that because I think so she she had a similar conversation not a similar conversation with um but about the about the literalness of it or what she thinks is a a literal approach to her print because we because Nancy was like there's a dildo in the print so I'm gonna make that shape in the pants and then we also have Jeffrey who wants to make 3d nipples all over the outfit and Mm. I think all of them are trying to embody this, uh, you know, joie de vivre of her aesthetic, like this joyfulness and this kind of give no, give zero fucks and be really, really out there and outrageous. Um, and I, I kind of, I kind of credit that perhaps to the the print and a little bit less to her personality per se. I mean, cause it kind of comes out in her prints anyway. Um, I mean, because what, what do you think about Jeffrey wanting to put nipples all over the dress that he was designing? I do think it would have been overkill all over, but maybe just one. I don't know. Two. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe one. I don't know. Um, but it, it did seem. I mean, it's interesting because with Jeffrey, that that symbol is very recognized. It's easy to spot and it's very recognizable. Mm-hmm. Whereas the dildo pant, the dildo symbol on the print was kind of not all that recognizable. Right. You know, so I think it was just, I think for Jeffries, it would have been overkill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point there because Nancy didn't notice the dildos when she picked it off of the, she only noticed the one curse word. Um, so yeah, now the more you talk about, it, the more I'm just like, hmm, all right. I hope she goes back and actually decides to figure out how to make those pants. Because I really was like, what what would that shape look like, and what would it look like in that print? Um. All right. Well, let's go to mood. Yes. And we I, meet up. By the way, wait. I just want to say yeah. that in in mood. I loved everything that Christian Siriano wore on this outfit, beginning with this outfit at Mood, the olive jacket and pants with the orange stitching detail. Oh my gosh, the um the blazer. Yeah. The blazer jacket. Yeah. It was yeah. Wait, so then I mean, because it's so subtle. Very chic. It was beautiful i was like oh i want that i'd love to, i'd love to have a life where i get to wear things like that you know? <laughs> that's amazing i wonder if he made it i i wonder the same yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of hoping that he did um 
All right. Yeah. So we meet Christian and Mood and um, it's like, oh, my God, guys, isn't Ashley a blast before I tell you guys how much money you have? And and I know you guys are like waiting to get all the fabrics, but I just want you guys to know that Ashley, she's my friend. She's like that all day, every day. We brunch, we play, we dang, we, we dance, we sing. And um, I get her at a 10. Y'all just got her at a four, but because she's my friend, so she can go to a 10. All right, so your budget is $175. You have 30 minutes, and uh, go. So it's like, great. We know, Christian, um, you're so excited about Ashley. She's your friend. This is amazing. It's great. Um, but I also want to note that this is just supplemental fabric that they're getting at Mood, and they still get $175 to spend. I feel that's still a ton of money to spend at Mood. Um because this whole time I'm worrying about the percentage of the print that everyone's going to use. And of course the first person out of the gate is Victoria who is hiding her, who I'm, you know, we don't even see her choose the five yards of print that she got. Um, and we only know that she's uh, kind of, that something is up because Christian is, is looking for her kind of following her around and she's obviously trying to avoid him. And she's just getting like, closures and things like that but no fabric and so uh so christian's like where's your fabric you must have something i think you have something but i think she was hiding it because she got so much (laughs) i have a feeling um jeffrey is wearing a harness we have ding 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 i think this is a harness is am i right um oh no i thought nalem said it was a holster okay a holster I just have to note that um, this is before the second meetup with Ashley. So he's looking for fabric. That's the color of nipples. And, um, and yeah, I think it seemed as if everyone else was pretty okay here. And it really isn't the the bulk of the time that they're spending finding fabric since their fabric is waiting for them in the workroom. Mm. But anything else stand out this time in mood? No, no, I was just like, oh, my God, look at Christian's blazer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, it it was a really beautiful olive. Anyway, okay, let's go to the workroom where most of their their fabric is. And they get an entire bolt of this fabric, which I'm just like, it's clear you're going to have to use a shit ton of this fabric. And yeah. yeah, it's That's very generous. That's very generous. I know. I it made me really excited because you it's oh, it's so great. You you get 10 yards of this. So you can do whatever you want. You can mess up. I think this is probably the most fabric they've had to work with in a while and they didn't even have to pay for it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um but 2 minutes into it <laughs> we have a tech off. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Dun, dun, dun. So in my notes, because so I have to, you know, full disclosure, y'all, I, I wrote my notes on the plane back from L.A. So it was a little delirious. And this is what I wrote. Chelsea is trying to bone. She calls Delvin over. The way she boned her bodice is flattening out her fabric and no longer keeping the shape she expects it to have. Delvin's way of getting to the problem <laughs> is he clarifies her answer so it's like okay so chelsea's like delvin specifically delvin no one else delvin come over here what's happening i did this but every time i try to bone this fabric it flattens it out doesn't do what i needed to do and so what i liked here is that 
Delvin's way of solving an issue is clarifying. Like, okay, so are you saying that when you did this, this happened next? Yeah. And she, before she can answer, guess who slithers on in and says, (laughs) in the thickest Texas accent we have heard so far, you need some help, girl. Oh my God! You need you, you, you need you need something over there. <laughs> so you're quoting Sergio verbatim. Uh huh. Because you know he's a he's he's very southern, and he gets even more southern when he's trying to help. But when he's doing the southern shady thing, where he's trying to say, you know, I know more, I'm better at this, but you know, I'm gonna downplay because that's more insulting and it's more hurtful, but I'm gonna do it in this accent. So it makes me feel kind of, you know, kind of kind of folksy and kind of harmless, but I'm like, no, but it's coming out of your mouth, Sergio. It makes you, it makes you seem even like slithier, like even, even more serpent-like. <laughs> But also insulting. I mean, he oh, super insulting. Uninvited walks over and cl- and states condescendingly, "Do you want me to give you the answer to your problem?" Because uh- <laughs> uh, I have the answer. Whatever he's saying is not the answer. I'm a daily boner. I bone every day. <laughs> like- I've got my invisible dildo pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, Chelsea, say something. Chelsea's just like, um, uh, I mean, oh, I, it's like, ugh, I, but it's, it's, I, I, I tried to put myself in that situation. Like, what do you say? But it's kind of like, it's so intrusive. It was so out of left field rude, even for Sergio, because Delvin's sitting right there. And even Delvin is like in, you know, in the background. So Sergio's, you know, Finishes coming over and um, Delvin is tugging or scratching his ear. I'm just like, that's Delvin's tail that he's super uncomfortable and obviously is not confrontational because he's going to just tug on his ear over there instead of actually saying like, Sergio, uh, you can politely fuck off and go and make your circle skirt like you do every week and leave us alone because she asked me and not you. But anyway, I don't know. Sergio doesn't care that Delvin's a design doctor. He doesn't see the lab coat. It means nothing to him. He hasn't been to Paris. So Sergio's like, you know, I'm I'm just going to give you here. So what you need to do is make sure that there's enough tension in this room. I mean, on this bodice. So if there's not enough tension in this room, I mean, this bodice, then it's not going to go the way you want it to go. Tension. And then he just kind of like walks away. I'm like, what? What the? What? Oh, true delusion. All right. So. He did his world. He saved the world. He, he went back to his desk. You yeah. know? <laughs> I oh, gosh. It, uh, yeah. Um. All right. So, I mean, we have some. T- okay. So we, we can just jump a little bit around with this time with Ashley because she comes back in and we don't see her with everyone. And we've already spoken before about her meetings with Nancy and Jeffrey and, um, and, but I do want to point out her, her interaction with Delvin um, because we get a little bit more into how Delvin, uh, I, I guess like who Delvin is. So designing 
he says is his outlet and so he's gonna make this oversized trench coat with a bunch of ruffles and sort of like a way of addressing his um like how he, uh, his his depression and all other stuff so um i i'm trying to find my notes here i think this comes up later but i wrote down some pretty detailed notes here because th- we were okay here it is yeah so because so delvin talks about his um like like living with depression and how he really is drawn to ashley longshore's prints because they're they're zany and there's a lot going on and i think it's because it evokes a little bit of how he how his anxiety um manifests but in a way that is visibly pleasing and I'm really glad that he's going from there where he's like, this kind of sort of looks how I feel, but it doesn't feel how I feel. And so I'm going to go with it and just do what I can and, and we'll actually have Delvin fun, which is on Delvin's level. And that's where I guess the ruffles and then this oversized trench thing is coming through. But yeah, I'm just, I'm really glad that he's coming out a little bit more that we're learning a little bit more about him um, just as Victoria's English has gotten a lot better or she's gotten more comfortable <laughs> with her English. I think Delvin is more, it seems as if he's settling in a little bit more and, and is able to talk more freely about his actual process. So the walls are coming down. The walls yeah. are coming down. Yeah. They're getting used to the crew being around all the time. Yeah. They're getting used to everybody's energy. And then we have Victoria uh, I wanted to talk about her specifically because I thought her sketch looked like a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, I don't know what what Mortal Kombat is that a game? Yeah, no, it's, it's a Street oh. Fighter game. Oh, no idea. Yeah. Um, but basically, she looks like—I mean, the sketch looked like she's ready to kick some ass, very stylishly, but in a video game. Um, it's I, you know, I thought it was very cool, but still with the cutouts it kind of still looks the same as she's done before the only difference is that in this sketch she's putting her model in pants and i feel like that's the way victoria is buying the bullet and putting in a print that she hates she's like i'm gonna make some pants and i'm gonna make it in the print but everything else is gonna be covered up by this white and ashley is like huh okay so ashley sees the white and the mortal Kombat character and goes you're a minimalist. And I'm like, "Mm, I wouldn't say that she's a minimalist. If, I mean, I think minimalist to Ashley means I don't like what you're doing, but I'm going to pull out a bit of art speak to address my problem with your sketch (laughs) and with your design and with you using white with this particular print. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought Ashley was great with everybody, by the way. I thought, I just thought she would be a great teacher. I was like, she's someone who like finds something in everything mm-hmm. and really taps into what people are doing. And I just thought, wow, wow, wow. You would be, you know, just amazing to, I don't know, train the sweethearts of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is where, because honestly, so um, she is I think the Southern version of Christian Siriano in this situation, <laughs> in my opinion, because I, you know, I thought I, I did too. Like I thought the way she approached 
um Dayoung, like we I you know we don't even have to bring that up because Dayoung's sketch looks great. They had a really great meeting, a meeting of the minds, and even with Jeffrey, they kind of ha- they kind of played up Jeffrey's meeting with her as having some type of dun 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 about it because she's like, um, I think the nipples are too literal here, and Jeffrey's like, you're right, okay, all right. It wasn't as if it was devastating that she was like, don't do 3D nipples all over this dress, and because she explained it in a way that was um, true to herself as the creator of the work but also a way of kind of steering Jeffrey away from um, something that he was, he was very excited, excited about, but saying, okay, instead of tapping into um, a part of this that kind of will, would take away from the print, um, let's tap into the the core of, of your excitement with all of this and just kind of go from there. Yeah. And with, so so yeah. Awesome. And I think with Victoria, I think she, because Victoria is so literal and obviously stubborn I, the her way of telling victoria that she's using too much white was i'm very excited to see my print walk down the runway yeah and so i i was like that is very southern first of all cuz she didn't say you need to use more of my print you're not using enough um she just says you know what i am so excited that you are using my print and i can't wait to see it walk down the runway um and you you know what? And I think she, you know, I would like to say that that's also a way of Ashley letting it go, because I don't think she believed for a second that Victoria was gonna be convinced to to use more. Um, and we see it like Victoria. She's like, I hate this print, and so I'm going to risk it, risk it. And she's leaning on her laurels, and we see that she's not going to change a thing. She's going to still use that white with that print. So, yeah, yeah, very, very closed-minded about it all. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's something that, okay, I don't want to toot my own horn, but no, I'm not going to do it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. Never mind. Why oh, wait. not? Well, okay, okay, because, you know, <laughs> this is the thing. This is all, okay, I'm I'm patting myself on the back uh, intellectually. <laughs> and also kind of calling in a little bit of annoyance with what these judges do to these designers. So a little bit of of a sidetrack because we've all seen it when they, when they are very, um, I would say when they laud a certain designer who has a very strong aesthetic um, and when they encourage them in a way, you know, putting them in a top three, even though they've repeated themselves, there's always a moment in the season that they make a 180 turn. It's like they like it one day and then the next day they go, you just keep repeating yourself. We've seen the same silhouette over and over and over again. I'm like, but you like that. And with Victoria, I knew it was going to come. I, well, I shouldn't say I knew it was going to come. I pre- I thought, I'm like, I, I'm expecting it to come, but I didn't expect it to come this late in the season. I thought by episode four that they would have, and she, if she did it again, then they would have called her out for it. And I'm surprised that we've gotten to... I think this is episode eight and they hadn't, they had not yet said, Hey, we see what you're doing. We like it, but we need a little bit of a change. So I'm just saying, um, she's been set up and now we're seeing uh, a little bit of Victoria's ego and it's not her fault. (laughs) So yes, the brats, the brats out, but I blame Nina. I blame Nina Garcia for that. So 
I, I, I somewhat see it differently because I think that this we're just seeing someone's um, victorious mm-hmm. limitation limitations, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So okay. We've seen Victoria's limitations work really well, and we've seen Victoria come up to limitations in a way that did not work. But at the same time, I think that I do agree with you. I think the judges should all have called Victoria out on the repetition because they should at least be consistent with yeah. people. You know, they can't exclude. But I think it also comes back to this relational thing. I think compared to a lot of others on the runway, Victoria has stood out in terms of uh, craftsmanship. Yes. So I think that there's been, I, I think the judges could have clarified that what's good is the craftsmanship, not the repetition of silhouette mm-hmm. over and over. But that didn't happen. No, it hasn't. Um Okay. All right. So they in their um their time with with Ashley and um yeah, no, I I it, this is the end of day 1 pretty much. Um we have I also want to acknowledge what Ashley was wearing. And she was wearing this gigantic floral jacket with a gigantic collar that was mm. so 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 beautiful i'm hoping that it was also her print but i don't think it was since she's never seen a print in fashion um it's just her aesthetic i just didn't like that it swallowed up her neck so she kind of looked like a gorgeously outfitted hunchback of notre dame from behind i agree i agree and it was so pink and such a good color pink so good so good but from behind when she's like bye everyone i was like oh and she's like you, you know just you would expect her voice like bye everyone i don't know what the notre dame the hunchback of notre dame sounds like but um but you know with a floral coat anyway um so yeah so we we have this moment before we leave the workroom for the end of the day that i want to point out i don't know if you noticed this but Brittany and, and victoria had a little moment because oh. Brittany's making these 3d decals or these she's she's going to attempt to cut out the butterflies from the print that she chose mm-hmm. and she's bragging to victoria oh really i missed that yeah uh, bragging about what she's like so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna cut out these butterflies and i'm going to have them pop off the fabric and victoria is like clearly not impressed she's like oh okay all right you're going to use more of this horrible fabric <laughs> and i think it's but to me it's it felt like Brittany has clocked victoria we all know this like she's kind of resentful mm. um of how many times victoria is, is is winning and perhaps it's just me because if i resent you i won't talk to you but Brittany, perhaps she's okay with Victoria. <laughs> but I also think of it as a little bit of a power move um, where she's like, I'm going to do this amazing thing. Look at me, Victoria. Look at this amazing thing I'm doing or something. Um, I just thought it was really interesting because I'm like, Brittany's energy for this episode is um, ideal. You know, she's yeah. she's in like ideal yeah. mode. Um, okay. All right. So we end their day. But but wait, before they go to the penthouse, Ashley Longshore has set up a buffet all by herself outside and yeah. they get to eat some food and and drink some wine. Finally, like Ashley the one time that. 
the one time they get to eat on the show is when the big girl shows up. (laughs) Wait, you know what? Now that I think about it, (laughs) she's from New Orleans. What were they eating? I mean, it just felt like I think Mm. there were tacos there. Yeah. I remember just like tacos. Yeah. I wish, you know what? I I wish, you know, it doesn't have to be a big, you know, Southern spread. It doesn't have to be. Oh, but I wanted a big pot of gumbo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) would have. Well, actually, it's too hot for gumbo. I think they shot this in July. (laughs) It would be too hot for that. But, you know, maybe put out some deviled eggs or have a crawfish boil or something. Oh, my gosh. If they had a crawfish boil, that's too much work. (laughs) That would be too much work. But, yeah, no. um, I'm, You know, and it's like, it's so funny because, like, Ashley, I wonder if she actually can cook. But, you know, it was the props people who put out that food for them. But it was nice. It was very hospitable. And I think that's just a nice thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, well, we do get a little bit of their, uh, some some issues that some of them are working out. And we have Marquise, who is thinking of switching out his fabric called gunmetal it's a gunmetal gray fabric and he's gonna switch it out for white fabric and i'm just like okay marquise we just had this issue with that color and you're going to get rid of this gunmetal fabric for white fabric and you know i'm just saying um it just felt like a another worrisome moment um but you know Jeffrey steps in and is donating a white shirt so he can make a, I mean, a, a white fabric so he can make a shirt out of it. Yeah. But um, on another note, Delvin again is coming up with the party games. What is this? Even, even if he suggests that they do the thing that they always do in every season of Project Runway, and even if he was told to do that by a producer, um, so the producer tells Delvin, Delvin, uh, we got to do the classic runway walk. Can you announce it? And Delvin's like, yeah, guys, guys, let's, you know what we can do? We can do a runway walk. So they do a runway walk. And um, I have to say, I'm I'm a sucker for this. They do it every season, <laughs> but I love it. They either do it on the roof with Heidi Klum or they do it, you know, on the docks outside the workroom by themselves. And um, I have to point out again, Delvin. Delvin walks down his runway looking like a model at like Mount Zion AME church, like the Mount Zion AME church fashion show. So (laughs) he goes down, gets to the end of the runway and does this like handsome prayer hand pose at the end of this imaginary runway and just like walks on way back. And then I just thought this is just so, so funny because again, sorry again, just going from LA where my home church is uh, that I grew up in, uh, it's an AME church and AME churches love, I don't know if this is the same thing about other black churches, but they love their fashion shows. That's like a, a, a fundraiser thing. And so um, that's what I thought about is like when you have a fashion show at your church and everyone like, you know, from the, the usher to the deacons and the deaconesses are on the runway and they do their little thing at the end. Um, and we also have Brittany versus Chelsea versus hand eye coordination like they get they do like a, a a walk off and gets they get to the middle and they're supposed to high five but i think they just clocked each other in the face oh. um yeah okay. anyway 
And we have a very, I, everybody loved Victoria's Walk. I did not. I thought it was. You didn't? No. I thought it was like, okay. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was, again, another sign that she, like her ego is growing. Because she was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good at this. I'm going to win this too. I'm going to win this whole competition. I'm going to win everything. That's That's basically. Every challenge. Mine, mine, mine. Watch me. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next day. Dai Young is dying again. Oh, yeah. She's she's uh she's 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 dying. Um looks like she's having the same symptoms as before. But uh she at least this time is able to get to the workroom. Um so we will talk about that a little bit more in a little in, in another second or so. But we, we, we get to the workroom and there's this kind of like moment where Marquise is getting the white fabric that Jeffrey promised him. And um Marquis Marquise is walking away from Jeffrey's work table with his doomed white fabric. And um I have to say that Marquise has been giving us this personal soundtrack but out loud. And he's so happy that he's gotten this fabric. He's like kind of dancing back there and he and Brittany like have a little moment. Um, Brittany's making her butterfly cutouts and they're actually looking good. Really good. And by the way, you know, I love yellow. <laughs> and this, yellow this yellow that Brittany picked was a little too cool. I like a warmer red or like a warmer yellow, but I was still so excited to see that. I know. That happening, you know? I mean, cause I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really was worried about whether or not she was actually going to be able to do that, but um, it, it actually, I, you know, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. And we get yep. to hear a little bit more about her stuff, which is kind of, to me, kind of raised some red flags because she goes, "I relate to, uh, to Ashley Longshore because she's extra and wants to be the center of attention, and I want to be the center of attention." I was like, mm, "That's why you hate Vic." Victoria that's that's a part oh. of it that's a little bit of it like you just it's just coming on out um, I see. yeah the competition wow, is... you picked up on that did you, you so okay but oh, are you, you did I did you okay. did okay yeah I I'm not I'm a little sensitive to all of that just because Brittany goes between of course we all know that her personality is really out there and you know especially with knowing Ashley, Ashley Longshore. Um, and, and she's even, um, you know, I, you know, the, the, she, I think she's the most confident we've ever seen her. Um, so, so of course we're going to like, um, Brittany is in Brittany world right now. Yeah. But I, I was also kind of confused by, confused by something though like while you're clocking the social dynamics <laughs> accurately i'm i'm totally distracted i'm wondering why does someone who wants to be the center of it wear these pajamas looking <laughs> like <laughs> i was sort of like those look like and i know there was there's like a fashion trend a couple of years ago and maybe still going on now where there are women's wear tops that look like pajamas i'm mm-hmm. not into it and but Brittany is wearing one of those. And I was like, totally distracted, totally confused. It's like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause she, she wears, you know, she, she seems to be doing a lot of these oversized tops 
And I remember in this segment where she's just like, I like being the center of attention. She's wearing this, you know, she's wearing lashes. And um, I, I think there's her whole thing is a look. And for some reason, even though I'm really used to seeing people walking around with false lashes now, but um, for some reason for her, I think at the age of 11, she was walking around with false lashes. And it's kind of like the whole thing is, is, is very at least something to look at or something that is put upon or something that you kind of, yeah. And and also I don't necessarily think it has to do with what she's wearing per se, but just other stuff like being the best and, and winning and yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. my family Southern. So I think I'm picking on some stuff, picking up on oh, some of, some of these things <laughs> that are very, very, it, it's feeling it's not cult. Well, maybe it is cultural. <laughs> it might be cultural just in the way people kind of um, interact and also just present themselves. It's, it's feeling, feeling kind of Southern. Um, all right. So let's go to Christian time. It's, it's, it's our time with Christian Siriano and uh, he walks on over, I think uh, mercifully to die young get her out of the way because she's dying um he he walks over to her she's leaning on the table and christian's going on and on and on i think this is the most i've ever seen christian talk to die young Mm. you know in terms of an outfit just kind of giving feedback and i thought i think it's really really great i i liked what he was saying to her but essentially like let's let's build upon last week where you got noticed by the judges and you pushed yourself to do something a little bit more bold. So let's try to do more of that. And he's kind of emphasizing a sleeve or something more dramatic and, and, um, and colorful, but it's kind of like, I don't know. They get through the crypt before he acknowledges that she's the color of Marquise's fabric. And Mm. she, she like weighs as much as his fabric too. Like she just looks like she's dying before our very eye. (laughs) It's it's just kind of painful to watch. Um, at, at one point, it was nice to hear Christian say something like, "Eat, take a break." Yeah, and didn't she uh, talk to her mom last week? Yeah, and the mom said, "Eat." Yes, yeah, yes. I mean, I want an I want a camera following her twenty four seven so I can see whether or not she drinks water. Um, yeah. are you sleeping? And are you eating? So how's how's all the stress being handled? You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we can go into to Marquise next, and um, he's applying some bees onto this very very white shiny fabric, and um, there is a, a bit of an a foreseeable issue, be- ooh, because um, his the fabric that they were using from Ashley is not stretchy, so you have to that means that you have to structure the fabric a little bit more, or you have to be more mindful of how much seam allowance you put in there. Because I think his model is Stephanie and Stephanie is one of the plus size models. And I think her, her bust is bigger. So the shirt that he's making for Stephanie has to be a little bit more tailored. Um, And so the, and the jacket as well. So, you know, dun, 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 a little, a little one, but still. Dun dun dun! Fabric stretch. Um, yeah. What about 
Brittany and um, she's actually doing some lantern sleeves, I think. Brittany, yeah. But Christian, and she's doing the butterfly pieces. So we get to see them a little bit more. And I and I, I believe Christian calls him divine. Um, so Christian's really loving those pieces. But when he gets to her, and this is day two of this two-day challenge, um, she's really far along. And she's got a lot going on. I see some straps. I see pleating. And I see these long-ass sleeves. And um, that's becoming more of a feature of her designs, where in her sketches, she does like a few different types of sleeves of, of the sketches that I've seen before. So I'm, I'm actually excited she's doing this because she was going to do these last week. <laughs> I know all about Britney sleeves. So she was going to do this last week. And so instead of doing it last week, she did a different type of sleeve and then she's doing that this week. But, um, but also did you clock the asymmetry on this design? Yeah. What do you think about like that? For Britney? Yeah. I like it. But you think it's it's looking at too much Victoria? <laughs> yes. Just like last week where I think she had these asymmetrical sleeves going on. I think that she is uh, very subtly um, uh, adjusting her designs to be more asymmetrical. To please the judges. Yeah. Yep. I think this is a strategy for Brittany. And I loved it. I, I liked... Just like you, I like a yellow. I think it's the right yellow. And she's using a, a ton of Ashley's print in a way that I think is incredibly smart and making it her own. She's making it her own, you know, craft project as well with the with the butterflies. So I was like, that's freaking what do you call it? It is shrewd. It's a shrewd design. So nice. Um next we have Nancy. And her reversible coat. It yeah. is very big. It's super, it's extra super mega big. It's ultra <laughs> big. I, I don't know what you thought about this because um, Christian is worried. So, so Dee Dee is Nancy's model and Christian's like, this is going to swallow Dee Dee whole. Because yeah. Dee Dee is one of, um, Dee Dee is quite slender and Nancy's like, nope you know what? I make things oversized. Um, and I'm thinking if Nancy can't make her dildo pants, then she's going to go with her gut and her gut says, make it big, go oversized with this. And I also think she's spending the most time on the fact that it's reversible. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So which I liked, I really liked that. Yeah. I, I like that too. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, you know. I th I think it's a cool element um, to use it as a lining and also as the main fabric. So, um, and we have Victoria. Yes, my God, drama queen. Drama. So, say more <laughs> about that. <laughs> Just, I, I don't want to make it too busy. You know, Christian is trying to remind Victoria that ideas. When you're stuck, you can explore. You can try something different. But Victoria's basically, no, 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 no. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> There's a lot of that. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you know, and I was thinking when I'm looking at this because she's 
he's standing there and I really I loved it. I really loved this moment with with Victoria because I think Christian kind of felt like the you know the, one of the parents on the sideline of any sports game when your kid is the worst on the team. And <laughs> but you're just like, no, no, no. Okay, yes, no, you're doing good. Look at that. Oh my God, so exciting. That looks amazing. That's great. You're doing wonderful. You're great. No, 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 that's okay. Yes, yes, try again, try that. Okay, no, next time. Next time. Okay, that's great. He was the, he was just like looking from afar and going like you're doing so well. Just continue to play and place the print wherever you want. And she was just putting it there and then taking it away. He's like, no. Putting it someplace and just taking it back, like, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I think so her her fabric to describe it a little bit has pinstripes in it and I think it's probably the most graphic print that they could have chosen the, the most non-print of the prints yeah in my opinion and I, and I didn't get it until cuz she I think she's made the pants at this point and um you can see a lot of the pinstripes up the top and I'm just thinking you chose the most graphic thing in the wall you could definitely make this work and at least yeah. at least try it in your cut out Mortal Kombat slash Euro tech top. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, uh, excuse me, Euro trash tech talk, Euro, tech Euro top. trash tech top. <laughs> um, and I, and I say that as a, as a compliment, that is a style. Okay. That is a nice style. Cause honestly, that's what I thought about when I saw that top. I was like, mm, Berlin, <laughs> something that yeah. I, can, I think of this as something you would wear to, um, down a down an alley and through like some like dark warehouse to get to whatever your party yeah that's what you, you wear. you'd be wearing that in in berlin in kreuzberg district on your way to a you know uh haber music mm -hmm. club you know which is like doof, 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 doof. <laughs> <laughs> like it's aggressively doof, 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 doof. <laughs> that's what you wear that to <laughs> And I was like, how much fun would that look like if she just tried it in the whole entire print? She can sew like the wind. So I just know. whip it yeah. up and just drape it and see what it looks like. If I thought at your laziest, that could be the back panel of a jacket. Oh, yeah. And it would look nice. Yes. You know, and I say nice to mean good, acceptable, agreeable, possible, you know, doable, could be even exciting. Um. So that was so disappointing to just see Victoria not try. Yeah, yeah. And it's I and, it, and it's like so I mean Chelsea has a moment. We have her in a talking head where she's just like, um Victoria kind of sends the same thing down the runway all the time. I'm confused yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, you're confused. We're confused. Our listeners are all confused. I just have to say that we have gotten some letters from people who are like, what is up with this? Why does she keep winning? Did they really like that? Um, and I can see the controversy in uh, whether or not people are drawn to her designs. But it's it's this part here where it's looking the same. And Christian gave her so many opportunities to change it up and just play around. And she's very, very... Um, uh, resistant. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's um, very much. It's not what I want. And no. so I don't know. No. And it's like, oh dear. No, it's not. Dayoung yeah. is dying, right in front of our eyes. Um, she is. She is now the color of Victoria, 
Victoria's white fabric because Victoria's fabric is is whiter than Marquise's fabric, and that's the color that Dayang is. You can't tell from TV. You can't tell, but Victoria's fabric probably is the whitest thing in there, and then Dayang is giving it a run for its color. Like Dayang is probably blowing that fabric out of the water with how pale she is. Ugh. Um. Brittany should not be a nurse or a caregiver or a babysitter or a cheerleader or anything, a motivational speaker or anyone, because the the whole workroom is worried about Dayang and they're just like, oh, do you need, do you need help with something? Like Jeffrey is just like, oh, oh my God, Dayang, like, are you okay? Huh? And then Brittany goes, hey, hey, are you okay? Yes. Are you lying to me? <laughs> Dayang, are you lying? Tell me, you, tell me, you're okay? Are you there? And then Jeffy goes, she, if she's okay, if she's not okay, she's not going to tell us. She's not going to tell us. It doesn't matter if you yell at her, Brittany. Diane, stop lying, stop lying to me. It's just, it's like, girl, she just barked at her, um, oh and and it's like showing how okay Jeffrey is the best of us. <laughs> Because he goes into, so Diane like shuffles to the eating area in the back and mm. Jeffrey goes back there to see about her and he gets so close to her face. And of course, again, I'm in LA or I'm flying back from LA where we have two cases of that coronavirus. <laughs> and um, there is, okay, sorry, sidetrack about this coronavirus thing. So if anyone doesn't know that, that there is an epidemic that they're trying to contain in China and in Wuhan, which is a city of like 12 million people. So they shut the city down because they're trying to contain this virus. But then there is a shuttle, there's a chartered plane that chartered out American citizens from Wuhan and it landed in LA, I think on Wednesday or whatever, but there are already two cases in LA that they've been talking about. And so the, the plane, I think the first stop in America was in LA at this Wow. It's called the Ontario Airport, which is in the middle of the desert. It's far away from everything. And I thought about, I'm like, okay, they're quarantining all these people in Ontario. And, you know, and I'm already a germaphobe anyway. But um, seeing Jeffrey get so close to Diane's face, not knowing what she has, because I'm just like, we don't know if this is autoimmune or if this is contagious or if this is just Project Runway. But also in the same thing, I'm just like, Jeffrey is so caring and I'm just so glad that he's there. Because, um, you know, I, I, I'm a horrible person. I would, I think I would, I would toss her like a water bottle and, or yeah. I would roll it to her or I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. that would, that's mean. But, um, you know, you have to find that balance between being a, a total asshole and then making sure you don't get whatever medieval thing yeah. she has. <laughs> so. yeah. put, put your mask on first and then you help. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is the way of doing it. Put on your mask and then gently like help Diane not die. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So so Jeffrey, I think calls the, one of the techs, one of the um, uh, the medics because she's, and I and it looks like a medic had to search for her because she's sitting somewhere on stage, and um, the medic approaches her and it just is she's just like oh no I'm I'm I don't want to quit. I'm fine. And she describes how she's feeling. Um, and she compares it to a fountain. Did you, did you note that? Um, a fountain. I don't yeah. remember that. Cause she said she's feeling like a fountain 
where the pipes have all been laid out. Huh? She's overwhelmed. Yeah, she's she's overwhelmed. And and so she's trying to explain to the medic that she's like her brain's fine. It's just that her body isn't giving her what she needs. Like her body is doing something separate and she Mm -hmm. compares it to a fountain. And how essentially it doesn't have any hydraulic energy. She's like, yeah, the pipes, you know, the pipes that has to um, bring the waters forth. That's not happening. Like my pipes, the hydraulic energy in my pipes. And I just thought, I'm like, what an interesting way to describe how it feels to slowly die. It feels like an empty fountain. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I think think she mentally got it together a little bit but I also feel like the food that Jeffrey shoved in her face also helped um and it looks like Jeffrey also brought her her garment to work on at the table so she can eat and work <laughs> yeah that was really nice I mean Jeffrey's amazing now I'm wishing that he's he was on my bracket instead of Mr. So-and-so well, I, I want I was going I should have picked Jeffrey instead of um what was it Tyler yeah I think I think Jeffrey um, ought to be on Nalen's bracket, you know, um, because more and more Jeffrey's becoming a person that I would like to hang out with, um, despite what colors he turns of stress, like what stress reds he, he becomes. Um, all right. Well, let's move on because we because next we have model fitting time. And I do think that um, Dayoung is able to conjure a little bit of energy for that. Um, but yeah, so let's see. So we do have some check-ins. Like I, I wrote that we, we kind of looked at Victoria where she is, where Sergio is, and we have a little bit of, um, Christian and Delvin because, um, let's see. We also have like some, some stuff with Jeffrey and his oversized baby doll dress. (laughs) <laughs> that makes yeah. Christian double over with laughter. <laughs> Cause I feel like Jeffrey is just kind of huffing around. Um, his model loves the dress that he's made and it is like, like a, like a giant, you know, not like, not like a cabbage patch doll, but what any kind of doll, like some type of doll oversized, um, and it's and it's also something that I I we've seen before, and she's having so much fun in it. And Christian looks at it, has a thought, and then starts cracking up. But he thinks it looks like an oven mitt. Oh, that was hilarious! A potato, <laughs> a potato, a marshmallow. <laughs> I, I, this is the episode, and there's another one later where Christian and Jeffrey have the best interactions. Like, oh my god, because. Just- it used to be it used to be Christian and Alan. Now it's Christian and 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 Jeffrey. I love it. Yeah. It's um, pretty. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I think Christian and Delvin have been reduced to hmms in the workrooms. That's hmm. That's H with like five thousand m's and an s because <laughs> they're sort of looking at Sergio. And I think at this point, Christian, we have not seen a Christian or a substantial Christian Sergio interaction since. Since lastly, I know it's, it's, it hasn't been that much time, but I'm, I'm predicting that we're going to see less and less of Christian giving Sergio any, any feedback, depending on how long Sergio survives. Um, Sergio. Oh, God. I wrote in my notes. I actually wrote, ugh, I can't, period. Um, because his weekly statement 
we find out the weekly uh, layer of bullshit he's putting on top of his design is that he's he wants to highlight the hard times that or the difficult times or the struggles of trans people. So he's making a butterfly dress and a cocoon. And that's supposed to represent the struggles that. Okay. All right. I, I actually, it took my breath away. I'm, I all of a sudden got real tired. I mean, I'm not even going to get started. There's just so much wrong with that in so many ways. Yeah. Um, because, hey, guess what, Sergio? Trans people are not your accessory. Yeah. You know, that's all I can sum up. My whole analysis of that is, dear Sergio, trans people are not your fashion accessory, period. But, you know, it, it it's spiky, mm-hmm. you know, because this is not something that is, it's, it's very, this is offensive because this whole metamorphosis um uh metaphor oh my gosh uh in regards to trans people in relation to normativity mm-hmm. that's not an across the board thing that you can just generalize to all trans people yeah so and there's all just so much to have a little sit down with Sergio and explain but I think we both can guess it might be useless. No, it's useless. It's I can see it all over his face. I've already psychoanalyzed him <laughs> to death on this podcast. And you know what? I feel like we can probably leave it to I okay. Listeners, if you want to vent about Sergio, please send those in. <laughs> <laughs> because in a little bit like I'm also I'm I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm repeating myself and I think it's obvious to everyone how horrible a person he is and you know when I'm making a call assuming that everyone else hates him okay and I think in particular if you want to defend Sergio um please let us know also if you have a different perspective but um you know I I think there is again some delusion here and lack of awareness and and i think sergio is what happens when you pair that lack of awareness with someone who who thinks that they are uh very they are verse and literate in in um in in social interpersonal and just just political issues and they're not i don't know anyway he's He's my delusional fool on my bracket. All right. Um, yeah. So let's see. We have, I think I have a, an interaction with Delvin and Christian that I think is, was just, uh, I mean, it's when you have someone who is clearly as technically um, advanced as Delvin or someone who can clearly sew and doesn't have any issues making things. I really like this moment here where Christian, uh, okay, also in contrast to Sergio and Victoria, where Delvin is looking at, or sorry, Christian is looking at Delvin with um, his model and, and this week he has Asia. And he's putting Asia in this suit and the suit's all in Ashley's print. It's an all print suit. And Christian goes, it's looking a little Golden Girls pajamas. And Delvin's like, oh no, that's bad. 
But then mm-hmm. Christian starts doing the sort of what ifs that he does. Like, what if you do this? And what if you, like, like yeah. the sideline, the parent on the sideline thing? Like, what if you try to like, you know, um, run another lap? Like, what if you try to like straighten your, straighten your arm this time? Or what if you try this? Blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of nice to see this playfulness and this back and forth. It felt like a collaboration. It also felt like a fashion conversation in real time. Yeah. It was great. It felt like mentorship to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you oh. and I like to see it's a it's refreshing to see, especially since we have Sergio and Victoria in the room, to see someone who is receptive to Christian, who is incredibly qualified, obviously. Like we don't have to list the qualifications that Christian Siriana have, you know, making Oscar dresses and it is it is like uh we're in the middle of award season and it's fashion week next month, and so it's like, you know, anyway. Um, Christian's very qualified. All right, but that kind of ends our our model time. Did I did I miss anything? Was there anything else that kind of stood no. out? Okay. No. Okay. So the models leave the workroom, and I do have to bring up this little moment between that I've named Sergio talks to Brittany. Um, I don't think Sergio has any other friends in the workroom, but Sergio talks to Brittany and says something like um oh oh she's at the she's at the embroidery machine and Brittany's like oh I love this embroidery machine I love it so much and then Sergio goes uh Brittany are you sewing butterflies and it wasn't until this moment that I thought did Sergio steal the butterfly theme from Brittany or something I'm just kind of paranoid because he's doing his butterfly thing, whatever. And he, instead of being like, Brittany, what are you doing over there? He goes, are you sewing butterflies? Because he's like, okay, what else can I do? So she's going to do that. And how I'm going to react to this because I'm doing butterflies and she's doing butterflies and I'm, but I'm going to do butterflies better than her. But no, she's, um, she's like, no, I'm writing all the hashtags. Cause I follow Ashley Longshore on, on Instagram and I'm putting all these hashtags on her that she, she puts on her posts all the time. But Sergio is like, damn it. Cause he has no idea. This is in my head. This is probably not true, but I believe that the only person that Sergio follows on Instagram is himself. And he has oh. no idea what Ashley Longshore oh. puts on her Instagram because he has one, he follows one person and that's himself. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to point out that there is a pretty wonderful critique circle around Delvin because Delvin, after Christian leaves, is rethinking the silhouette of his golden girl pajama suit. <laughs> and we have Victoria, Chelsea, and Marquise. And there's like a bunch of ruffles and they're just like, maybe not all these ruffles or whatever. But he's, we do get to see a little bit more of him talking about how inspired he is by the fabric his mood seems to be lifting, lifting. He's actually laughing, laughing, but not in a sinister or a douchey way. He's not laughing at Nancy behind her back. And um, Marquise does this flappy thing near him that I think, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's for another reason, but I, I do think that Marquise does these things to make him smile. And so, you know, anyway, I'm just like, here, here is Delvin over. I mean, Marquise trying to flap some inspiration over there, um, and it's just it was just funny because Delvin doesn't look at him at all. He's just looking pensively at his form, and then Marquise, who 
is openly just living his own soundtrack out loud flaps away um Dayoung seems to be a little bit better yes she says she is not throwing in the white towel even though um you know I didn't see her holding any white towels because it's just basically would just blend in with the color of her skin because she's so pale but she is a boxer she's chanting sleeve out loud because it's I think it's her way of psyching herself up she's just going sleeve 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 yeah (laughs) so um so yeah all right so let's see so back to the penthouse and um everyone's kind of in good spirits they're kind of like ooh yang like ooh yeah into the apartment just seems like everyone's getting along really well and then it cuts to what is becoming my favorite project runway season 18 tradition which is my delusional fool edit aka let's show the designers talking match about sergio while sergio is eating alone um, um yeah it's like another moment where they just kind of even though sergio really is a non-factor in this episode they're getting that cut in so thanks for reminding us that Sergio is disliked by most. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we also have the morning of the runway. So it's time. It's runway day. Uh, we They make sure they give us a shot of Dayoung drinking her breakfast. I wish that I saw her put solid food into her face, but I'm like, at least you're putting in some fluids. Um, Marquise is wearing a, 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 a holster, but a halter hol- hol- holster. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just keeping check of those. So let's go back into the workroom. Where but they that get... was actually, that was a cool one because it had pouches. So you could stuff, you could put things there. Wait, it had pockets? It had, yeah. It had like three compartment, three vertical compartments. Oh my gosh. So it's actually really cool. It's sort of like a cross between, you know how people wear what we used to call fanny packs, but as like body cross bags. Yes. But this is like the holster version of that. Oh my gosh. It's so it seemed like there was like some sunglasses, maybe a mobile phone and then some other, some other thing in, in one of the pockets. I loved it. I like oh that. Oh my gosh. It's useful. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even see that. I just was like, huh, it's like halfway there. It seemed, it seemed bigger than a normal holster harness or whatever so that i yeah yeah all right maybe it's like a it's like a work holster um a cargo holster all right anyway so let's go back in the workroom <laughs> so victoria is happy because she's done with her mortal combat suit so she has some free hands and decides to help Young because she actually likes Young's outfit better than her own <laughs> Also, I just want to say, loved Christian's shirt once again. Describe Christian's shirt. It was a, like a, looked like a white or cream button down that looked like it was either a print of a painting or painted with fabric paint. I mean, probably not. This is probably commercially made. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, had a lot of brush strokes. Like watercolor or gouache brush strokes. Yeah. Hmm. 
all right, I'm going to start paying attention to more of what he's wearing because it was, it's really kind of fun how he's staying in the theme in a way that I would expect Carly Kloss to do, but Christian's doing it. So yeah, yeah kind of like that. I-, I loved it. And it had all nice colors. Like it-, it had really great colors, really great color palette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. But anything from this final touch and go before we get to the runway? No, no. All right. I mean, okay, so by now, I've heard Nancy say, I'm going to do me. You know, mm-hmm. in previous episodes, we've heard Sergio, gotta do me, you know. <laughs> and we've seen um, Victoria be unable to do anything but me, me, me. Mm-hmm. But anytime, so this is the time, the point where I think Christian approaches Nancy and makes a comment or something about this is looking very big mm-hmm. and and Nancy responds I'm gonna do me and I was like oh my goodness <laughs> oh my first of all number one that is a given that should be a given you do not have to announce this this mm-hmm. is a show about your vision okay uh, or each of your individual visions Number two, if someone's giving you advice, maybe you should consider it and still do you while incorporating the advice. Right. <laughs> and I, I, I think that I'm going to do me is beginning to annoy me more and more because mm-hmm. what that really tells me is something doesn't compute. I'm going to avoid trying to understand it. Um, so I, I got, you know, Nancy could have said, I disagree with that. I like this better. I'm I'm going to go with my choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's kind be... of what Tyler used to say too, right? I think he has a I'm going to do me moment as well. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we started off this whole episode with Sergio being unable to understand, you know. <laughs> um, and And we started off this episode with a quote from Sergio, a recap right from last week's episode in which Sergio is, Oh, I don't care what the, what the judges think. This is all about me. It's like, well, you should care because they're judging you and you signed up to be on a competition. So I'm getting really tired of hearing the, I'm going to do me. Hmm. And I, I think it's actually, would they have done this to Tim Gunn? I wonder if they're just not taking, they're taking Christian for granted. I think that's what, I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that reminds me of a comment from a listener on Facebook. And I I responded to that person. <laughs> but um it yeah, yeah, she left a comment about that from the last episode because of how rude Sergio has been, but I I think it is worth noting. Um I think it's interesting that you picked up on that I'm going to do me type stuff. And I I'm also thinking that's also also why those moments between Delvin and Christian that that like that, that whole interaction stood out because Christian is has a wealth of information wealth of knowledge and experience and has way more experience than everyone in that workroom and this idea of I'm gonna do me is not necessarily something that I think is even plausible outside of the show so if you had your own design house and I think Christian is someone who can tell you that like who's been in the show and outside of the show and very successful in both because it's never always about you if you're running a business and if you're making clothes for other people it's about us 
or about we or something. It's never about me or what I want, you know? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know what? No, thank you, Patricia. That's a really, yeah, no, because I think with this whole Nancy thing, and I've been waiting. I, I have been waiting for her to do something spectacular, but yeah. um, uh, I you know it just hasn't gotten there. I think last, I think with the heritage thing, I I got a little bit of it when she you know with her mixing up some prints or doing things together that showed me a little bit of her style. But but yeah yeah I I do I I totally agree with you. Um. I have to say with the there is this interaction with Victoria because of course Christian catches her on the sewing machine and he's he just is like why, why are you sewing a skirt? And she goes I am helping Dayong. Now leave me. And he's like but is your look perfect, fabulous, amazing, asymmetrical? And she's like I like it, but I wish it were more cocky. And he's like cocky? He's like cocky, cocky. And she's trying to say khaki. I mean we almost oh. we almost get there. But it's like, um, you know, it's kind of, it's hilarious, but also <laughs> just, you know, she's not going to stop what she's doing. She didn't do what you told her to do. She didn't even tempt what you asked her to try yesterday. And um, she and so leave her alone. She's just working on or, or helping Dayang finish her stuff. So... <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see here. We have um, two seconds before we hit the runway. And Victoria, after she's done with everything, after she's done running around uh, helping Diane finish her piece, she's looking around the, the workroom and realizes that she did not hit the brief. Mm-hmm. Now let's run to the runway. It's <laughs> oh, like... Victoria, you know, it's like, oh gosh, so stubborn. Anyway, um, all right, so let's get to these final looks. And listeners, this is the time where you can check your check our our ugh, whoops, um, I'm a little jet lagged. Where you can check our show notes and click on the link to get to our cheat sheet. There's so many sh- sh- in that. Okay, yes, sorry. <laughs> You did great, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we open up with Carly Kloss, um, who I have to say is wearing a très chic, mature, classic shirt dress that actually looks like she could go to lunch with the Kushners in it. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, oh, look, look at this. <laughs> it's, it's, got, it's like a... You... <laughs> Wait, say it again? <laughs> that's what you wear to the Kushner lunch that is what you wear it's got like a nice 50s nod but it's it looks so good it looks it's this nice shiny fabric so it's a good balance between casual and a little bit fancy anyway I I loved it I I thought it was a really great outfit in in a great blue color so anyway so we have our normals Elaine Welteroth Nina Garcia Brennan Maxwell and of course we have Carly and we have our guest judge. It's Ashley. And happy. <laughs> so happy about that. So it's great. Okay, so let's pull up this cheat sheet. And again, it's in runway order. Oh wait, can I just say yeah, that go before ahead. 
before this, we had my favorite moment of the season. And maybe, I'm not sure if I should say all-time favorite Project Runway moment. I don't know. But this exchange between Jeffrey and Christian before they go to Runway. Oh, what is this? Oh, yes, please. Let's talk oh, about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where Jeffrey is wearing this this busy busy jumpsuit with the pride flag colors yeah like chevrons on the front and (laughs) christian turns around and goes oh are you going for a look or something like that (laughs) and jeffrey deadpan goes trying (laughs) and then christian turns around now they're both like facing the camera and then Jeffrey says, you know i'm gay (laughs) and christian is still wearing this shirt with you know, uh, like, if, uh, you know, imagine a, a, um, a Valentine's Day card that the Kooning could have done. Oh, like, yeah. if oh, Kooning, you know, it's That's sort of so like, like really mainstream Abex print, which, by the way, looked great. I would have worn it. But <laughs> so wearing that, Christian goes, so he's, Christian says something like, I could have tell, I could, I could tell or something like, like that. Yeah, you're looking very gay. You're the gayest. You're looking the gayest in this room. And I'm like. So are you, Christian. <laughs> like you're looking quite gay as well. I know. It was a really great moment. Yeah. I I mean yeah. and to note that people are people are freaking inspired by Ashley Longshore. I think this is the the happiest that we've ever seen any contestant on episode eight of the season. I'm pretty sure this is episode eight. I'm pretty sure. But usually people are so tired and and we do have that those people who are tired. I mean Dayang is barely alive. She's barely living living with us. But um, but I but he's wearing that outfit because he's like it's celebrating. He feels happy in it. It's celebrating and uh, Ashley Longshore or whatever and this print challenge. Um, but I love that because in the in the background the music was like do 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 do. He's like you know I'm gay right? Do 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 do. It's like yeah clearly. Do 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 do. <laughs> so, so good. Great. So good. So good. <sighs> oh man. Bravo. Bravo editing team. Yeah. Well done. Great job. Um <laughs> and also like okay, to continue the happiness on the on the runway when Carly introduces Ashley Longshore she like bounces in her chair because everyone's like, hi guys, hi designers, hello. And Ashley's like, hey, I am here. Let's get this. And she's wearing these sunglasses that are completely black, blinged out, like blinged out at the rim. I'm just like, you can't see her eyes. I wonder what she's seeing. Can she even see the runway? But um, she is like, she's the shiniest person in that room. <laughs> so it's great pretty great um nina is wearing this adorable pink i mean sorry yellow polka dot dress and i feel like that's nina's version of like an ashley longshore moment she's like you know what i'm going to wear this yellow you know i'm going to (laughs) nod to her she's she's like killing she's killing it the way like linda fargo killed it in her her cat print at the beginning yep um all right so let's let's get to this runway and first up we have is Brittany. Brittany. Thoughts on this, Patricia? Starting off so strong this runway. Patricia's on your back bracket, right? Um, no, Brittany is on 
Nayland's okay, bracket. Okay, Brittany's Nayland's bracket. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have Nancy. And okay. They, um, so I I really like this look. Yeah, I it you know it kind of wrong start. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said it was a really strong start. Start strong start. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sorry I've, I messed you up with all the S's on my end. <laughs> it's okay. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, so like the color is quite amazing and you can actually, you can't really see it. I'm just going to try to blow up the, um, my cheat sheet here to see if you can actually see it on, so you'll, you'll hear my Mac in the background, but if you can see the applique butterflies but where the oh, where the white pieces are that's where she's put the butterflies that she made from the other parts of the fabric on there and I just I thought they were really successful and really great and I think she used this high low thing with the pleat I you know I'm tired of high low I think we're all tired of high low hopefully but she does it in a way that's really fresh and it is asymmetrical, but it's still kind of this. It get it. It feels sort of like a new version of high low, in a way. Um, it makes sense here. It doesn't seem like a gratuitous design choice. It feels mm -hmm. like it feels right for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I don't know. I just really like it a lot. So the back you can't really see that see that on the cheat sheet but those straps continue behind so um there's this high neckline there and then on the back is contrasted with this kind of a deep back but it's strapped along there so it's pretty bare when when the model turns around so yeah no i thought it was amazing that was great okay ready for jeffrey yes okay jeffrey and the happiest model on the runway <laughs> I thought she walked this so cutely, but also to make sure that it flounced. Um, and this kind of looks like it's got a harness vibe because Jeffrey figured out that I guess he wanted to um, pinch in the waist a little bit. Um, of course, in the workroom, it had all the volume. So there was no strap around um, the high waistline there. But... Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't as excited about this look because honestly, I, I, I think the green kind of threw me off a little bit and the ruffle and how shiny the ruffle or the, um, is that a pedophore underneath? Is that what you call I'm it? I'm the last, I'm the last person to know that. <laughs> Whoops. Maybe it's called a pedophore. I, I think, um, the, the fluff, the, the roughly underlying of this, I, I just didn't, I didn't like it. I just didn't like the contrast, but what, what, what did you think? You know what? I didn't like this look at all, at all, at all, at all, but I thought, uh, I liked the detail on the boots. I thought the, the boots were a good choice for this look. And I thought, even though I don't like it, I think people will like this and wear it. Um, I like the fact that it, it was really about the print. Mm -hmm. Um, and I liked it that it was wide. You know, I mean, we, we've seen like those those films and and those historical garments where like where women's whips, women's whips, women's hips are really wide. <laughs> wide whips, yeah. Wide <laughs> hips. It's it's yeah. Um, 
so this kind of had a little hint of that, which I liked, but it wasn't about that, which I also liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very kind of Japanese street fashion to me, which I generally am very biased positively towards, but it's not necessarily like what I would wear. Yeah. I'm, and I, maybe that's why I like looking at it, but I, again, um, maybe I want to start to put the, the um, reverse side, because I like the back of this outfit better than the front and the back of it made me, so it's all out in the back. So, you know, he has that huge billowy kind of a line baby doll thing going on. And it reminded me a little bit more of a jacket. Like I just was like, I wish this were more of a jacket, but I liked, I like looking at it, but like, I like looking at Japanese streetwear and that's something that I'm, I would never wear it, but I like how it looks on other people. Yeah, me too. Me <laughs> so yeah. Too. Um, okay. Next we have Delvin. Oh yes. So okay, I, go I ahead. Had, I had issues with this look. Do you, did you think the pants really fit this model Asia? So I, so, okay. If you see this walking and also you can, it's, it's really bad on the cheat sheet. You can see the crotch is crazy. Right. The crotch is crazy. And you, and it was walking that way down the runway, which is like, root, 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 just going from side to side, just like, wah, wah. Um, but I, in, in a way it's like, okay. All right. So I, I really had no feelings about this and I was hoping that I would have more because of the interaction that I've talked, you know, ad infinitum about or ad nauseum about uh, uh, between him and Christian because when he was there he was playing with the shoulders and doing some interesting things on the sides and and almost also looked like he was going to do something asymmetrical with the um, the bottom part of that jacket and um, I was expecting to see a little bit more fun with this but to me this actually looks very much like what I've expected I have seen already from Delvin. <laughs> so I wasn't too surprised. I was only surprised because he used the in- all print with it. Yeah. Um, but you didn't like it at all. You know what? I liked a lot about it. I liked the double lapel, the double color, or rather yeah. the, like the solid with the print. Loved it. Um, I, I, I give Delvin a lot of points for listening to Christian and knowing what to take away from Christian's advice. Yeah. Um, I still think the makeup is, as Christian said, to housewives. Hmm. Um, isn't that what Christian said about the makeup and the hoops and the to housewife or something? I don't remember, but I always, you know, I feel like, is it something up with Asia? I never like the way they style Asia as a model. Like I never like what they do. I, and she has great hair and you can do anything with it. And, but yeah, like here, I think, think yeah i think asia my god has great everything yeah it's sort of like the mat for me i thought they meant like the show housewives like oh everybody when they get dressed up everything's matchy matchy yes the lip color matches the the dress matches the toenails you know that kind of thing yep that's what i took it to mean and that's totally what i don't like about this Mm. style here uh i thought the belt was out of control i know everybody loved it um but you know when brandon is later like praising Delvin for tailoring. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and we can get into that too, but I, I, I was curious what 
was underneath that jacket? Did he make a shirt for her? Because I would have liked to see it unbelted because it felt like the belt was doing a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. Holding it together. But, but also we could see just what the, what the rest of the structure was. And I'm pretty sure it was fine, but you can see from the cheat sheet that like, there's, I don't know. It seemed as if like the finishing at the bottom of that jacket could have been a little crisper. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I was just was a little, I was expecting a little bit more shape. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Something a little bit more fun. Um, okay. Speaking of shape next, we have Marquise. And so, okay. I really liked the way this walked. I just liked the, I liked the flow and it kind of had this cocoon feel. Um, but you can see on the cheat sheet that that shirt underneath with the fabric he got from Jeffrey, um, it's so shiny. It's whatever it is, you can see it puckering around the bust and he, he's sewn these princess seams that are really bad. Like I wouldn't, you know, they're right. Yeah. It's, it's like they're holding on for dear life. Like those seams are not good. Um, sorry. I was just trying to enlarge this to get closer, but, um, I know there are elements of this that I really enjoy. Like I like the collar and I like the cuffs and um but just and i like the shape of the jacket and the only thing i didn't like was that shirt underneath yeah and i think that delvin said something like oh this is the first time i'm I'm attempting darts on a on a bustier model model yeah yeah yeah. so i was like okay I i mean yes good job trying something new yes go try something new but maybe don't give it so much prominence yeah yeah because it's it's i think because i was confused i know that they were talking before about how there's no stretch in a fabric and i think they might have been talking about the white fabric not having stretch yes they were okay okay because then it's kind of like don't make too much work for yourself i i agree with you like don't make it maybe structure the fabric or try to adjust so that you don't have to put in darts or that you don't have to make it so fitted or, or do what Delvin did. Don't make a, don't make a a white shirt underneath. Just make a coat or maybe, maybe stick with your gunmetal fabric. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what did you think about it? Did you like the look overall or? I did not. No. Love, love the yellow. Yeah. But did not but I, I actually don't like that print to begin with. Hmm. Um Yeah, it's more like a it looks like a Photoshop thing. Because it's, you yeah. know, one of those it's not like not not Rorschach in particular, but it looks very digital to me. Um again, very graphic, and I think he could have done the whole thing in that fabric. Yeah, and I I, I don't think the jacket was terrible. You know, could have just been a jacket with a a sleek pair of pants and a a T-shirt, you know, and and then the jacket. The jacket is it. Yeah. Um, And I think after Chelsea's win with that collegiate looking jacket, this didn't seem wild. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. Yes. 
Hmm. All right. Yeah. No, I totally <laughs> didn't think about that, but you're right. Maybe. It's just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree because it's kind of, I know that bomber stuff is in style. A lot of people love making bomber jackets and, or anything that, or whatever with these collars. So, huh. All right. Interesting thought. And this is also the episode that I was reminded that, del- that, um, Oh my God! What is this designer's name? I know I just said it. Marquis. That Marquis is a self-taught designer. I kind of forgot. <laughs> he keeps saying it. How could you forget? <laughs> well, I, I I just did. I mean, I love that look about the hair, the heritage look, the cultural right. heritage look with the patchwork, right. with the three stripes, the basically the the Virgil Abloh that project runway has ever Aww. been so well done marquise well done yeah anyway i i just was like oh yeah i keep forgetting that because the looks turn out pretty good pretty amazing yeah i mean because there have been so many really great self-taught designers on the show i i and again like you know it's been on for so long i don't i think i guess i dismiss anyone saying well you know i'm just a self-taught designer or I need to, or I feel insecure because blah, blah, blah. Like I just kind of don't even think about it because I'm like, Oh, this show's been on for like 15,000 years and self-taught designers do really well. It's not a big deal. It's not top chef. It would be different if this were top chef <laughs> because I mean, that's a disaster. If you just kind of come up with like, you know what? I learned to cook in my kitchen and now I'm competing against James Beard award winners. You can't do that. But on Project yeah. Runway, we have had some self-taught designers get very far and have gone to Fashion Week. I don't know. I can't off the top of my head think of who's won. Besides, um, oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Anya? Is it Anya? I think it's Ayung. All I can think about is her last name, Ayun. She She's Trinidadian. She's the one who learned to sew four months before she got on the show. She won. And isn't that that tall, skinny, white guy who was a punk rock person or something or had that aesthetic also self-taught? I think that person won at some point. Oh, Seth Aaron. Yes. Yeah. Weren't they self-taught? Yeah. So uh, I don't remember if he was self-taught, but holy shit, if he's self-taught, crazy. I thought so. I could be wrong. It's I, I don't remember every season with the depth that you do. Um, <laughs> I've seen every episode five yeah. times. But, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't internalize that and I think I've I but to me it stood out that Marquise would say things like well you know we got to stand up for the we got to represent for the self-taught people and and I, I I think it's hard to be in a competition like this and not compare your depth of skills to everyone else and I get that but I think here again Marquise is so laid back and that's why I didn't choose him for my bracket I almost did um yeah. But there is this resignation to him that is good for your health. I feel like his blood pressure is always on point. <laughs> but it's like things like this is like, you know, I'm self-taught. So I guess I'll try these darts out. It's all an experiment. I'm like, no, do what you know, especially if it's this type of fabric. You don't yeah. have to put darts yeah. in this. You know, you know that's basically that. Yeah. And also, I don't see it as an excuse. Once you made it to this level. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. So let's go to Nancy. 
So I think, oh my God, this photo on the, on the, on the cheat sheet, I think says it all Um, for me. It just looks like a mess <laughs> and it doesn't highlight just how well Didi walked this outfit because Didi, I think right here we're catching them actually flipping it from outside to in because it's a reversible coat. So they had to practice a lot in the workroom to do this thing on the runway. So if you haven't seen this episode, I would watch this because it it's freaking difficult. But I think this shot's perfect to show um, the drape of it and also how large it is on Didi's body because those sleeves, the the openings of the sleeves are so huge. And it also looks like the um, undershirt, the shirt that she made underneath, it looks like it's backed by something else. It's so thick. Um, but there's so many layers and it's just so much going on. And I don't think she fully lined that coat on one end. It's just weird. Anyway. Yeah. What were your thoughts? You know what? I thought this was just so the proportions. I know she, I know that Nancy was going for oversize. That's great. I mean, oversize has been in style for like what the past five years. Yeah. So it's within the, you know, the sort of sen- um, tendency that this is being filmed, that designers are all working in. But this just was too, too long. Everything was too long. Because just yeah. because you go oversize, you actually emphasize oversize by keeping it short, huh. <laughs> by keeping it horizontal. If you just make it long, it just looks sloppy. Okay. Which is, you know, when you see a lot of, um, oh God, what's that? Ray. Yeah. A lot of oversized stuff um, tends to be like the pants. They tend to be like uh, ankle length or higher, mm-hmm. right? They're usually, usually. So, or at least that's been the oversized look for the last five years or so. <laughs> um, because it's not about sweeping the street with your hems. Yeah. That's not over. So that's just poorly fitted. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's I, what I. I mean, now I'm I'm sort of imagining this. I mean, because if we want to say, uh, even this aesthetic of being oversized, um, on the runway that was a little bit more successful, I mean, it could be Jeffrey, like we could see or look at that, yeah. in yeah. a way of exactly. having it being proportionally, outs um, outside of normal, um. And it has that playfulness, but um, it's, a, it's a little bit more theatrical, but it's kind of like, yeah, I think, especially if you want to, I don't know, I, I, I even the way Nancy dresses, I think she does oversized really well. I do enjoy that. And I think she did oversized better last week with the Heritage Challenge um, because it still looked fine. I think there is an issue with this fabric like this is not what the fabric I guess what the Oscar de la Renta um, I can't remember his name but that guy like the fabric doesn't want to do this I feel Mm. like that could also be an issue with it um I see yeah that's true but having said that I think that if the hems were shorter Mm -hmm. if there's structure to the hemlines and losing the coat I I I thought this was okay it wasn't yeah yeah because i think those okay what i'm seeing here that's unlined so you see um there is this it looks like there are pants um almost like loose fitting kind of 
drapey pants, but then there's yeah. like a half skirt wrapped around right their waist. Right. And I think the half skirt is what's not completely lined. And then there's a the coat. So there's a coat I, and then there are these half pants, half skirts. And I I I agree. I think it would have been better. I don't like the top at all. I hate the top. But I think if you didn't have that jacket to play with and to add on even more of the oversizedness or even the it just looks like a mess <laughs> with that jacket. It is a really strange concept to make pants like that. It's sort of like a reverse long skirt. Yeah. You know? It's like a back it's like a flipped skirt extra long. Yes. Okay. You know, okay. I don't want I wouldn't want to walk in that. It's just it's like wh- when do I wear this on a sunny day? Am I going to be hot? Am I going to be cold? Can I take it off? And yeah. also, is it going to be hitting the back of my leg the whole time? Um, yeah. Are you going to blow away when the wind? Exactly. You know, unless, around? I, unless I do want to walk around New York City as if I have like with a perpetual train, you know, like it's a city yeah. train. It's a it's a casual urban city train. You get on a train. You have a train with you at all times. Um, all right. Let's go to Chelsea. <laughs> Let's go to Chelsea. Yeah. So. I love this. So, okay. Tell me why. Because it kept the, I don't, it just made the most of the print. Right. We could see the print. Mm-hmm. I think this model has a great figure, by the way. Yeah. The and model's I, body is doing great things to this, this yes. outfit. Yes, and I think I like how Chelsea composed that. Okay, yes. I mean, what do you think? Well, I was a little worried because it sort of looks like the the dress, It it's reminiscent of the dress she made for the unconventional challenge. And I remember, I remember seeing that and thinking, I really love the way you pair um, and mix and match things together. I just wish the silhouettes were a little bit more exciting. So I just wish that she had done a little bit more with the silhouette. I think it is fitted very well. And I love the way that she found parts in the print to make up side panels. So like on the, on the model's left leg, it's doing this thing that you usually see in those, you know, those body contrasts that have the panels down the side. Um, mm-hmm. And then she has it also happening in the right sleeve. And I liked that balance there where she almost did like this um, catacorner thing with the fabric. Um, I, you know, I think I, it's, I think it's okay. I just wish that she had done something a little bit more with it. And um, that's not so much like a, in a, in a bodycon shape. Like I like the collar, I like that there's a little bit more going on and a little bit more structure. It's more like a wrap dress, but um I don't know. I it's just also personal for me. I I the, to me I think dresses shaped like this coming down the, the runway are boring <laughs> to look at. Um except the print is beautiful. The print, and I thought yeah. That, that's to me I was like look at that print. This is a dress that I was like look at that print. But it was constructed well and I liked how the collar um, I don't know what to call that. I get are those lapels if if they're not in a blazer? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a um, wrap. Sla- I think it's a wrap dress that when you wrap it, yeah. it looks like, like a, like a button down, like a shirt dress or something. 
Yeah, and I loved how that the lapels of the dress go so great with the print and what's happening graphically yes. in the print. So I think that, so in a way, even though it's not the most exciting silhouette, I agree. Um, it, it's a very sophisticated graphic graphic um, composition, for lack of a better word right now. Yeah, I totally agree sophisticated because there is something about the way she pairs these things together and we've seen it in the um, outfit that she um, made it to the top on with the um, the upcycle challenge um, when she did all this stuff to this denim I, I I'm I'm so glad she's on my bracket and I think this is a good example of how she's able to do that I think with I, I want to see her get to fashion week because I feel like if she has a lot more time then she will be able to make something that is so impeccable i think this is impeccably made with this print um and i i'm i'm hoping that she would have the time to to kind of line this stuff up or or mess around or play with different um shapes the way she i think she can um so yeah yeah i have faith in chelsea so yeah, me too. Why, that's why I'm being a little bit harder on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so next we have Victoria from Aldova. Um, I thought this was boring. Man, I, you know, so much potential. I really like the pants, though. I, I don't. I like the hem. Mm-hmm. I would love it if the pants were just plain print pants with just that hem thing hemline kind of um sweatpant cuff whatever whatever it's mm-hmm. called well um i like that action going on but all the things the silverware the hardware the silverware <laughs> the, the like... side you know the earring is silver it's like oh my goodness yeah this like side scarf on the pants i don't get it i don't get it and, you know, I'm just going to jump ahead to, spoiler alert, um, wait, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. So, yeah, no, I, I just don't think, I just feel like it's such a missed opportunity. And all she did was piped the, just piped some lines with the fabric. So yeah. we see, like, kind of like a crisscross and here and there. And I'm just like, you could have just used the freaking fabric. I know. It could have just been a plain fabric top. (laughs) Yeah. Just use it. Um, All right. Next. Yes. Next we have Dae Young. We do. What do you think about that? Dae Young. Okay. I like the back better than the front. But just like almost everything else that she's made, except for there's one thing that I outwardly liked. But it, what's happening with her and what I'm realizing is that I need to look at it for a lot longer because she works with all these layers and I think they're very thoughtful and wonderful. And in talking about using proportions and different hemlines and so in the back of this, when when Fidgen turns around, she's doing this inverted pleat thing at the very top that look, makes this look... It's my one of my favorite things about jackets. And so... Um, she uses a lot of inverted pleats um, in the back panels of her, her tops. And I, I'm enjoying that seeing that that is something that she, she does. There's something interesting about these sleeves that I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure if I like it, but there's so much going on 
I think she used the print in the most unexpected way. I agree. And I just, I, it's just like, I don't know how to feel about it other than, other than I think this is how I would have wanted to feel seeing Delvin's outfit. Um, just something to look at. Like there's so much to see. Yeah. And you know what? I, Jay Young really listened to Christian because Christian said, you've done a lot of codes, do something with a sleeve. Bump up. Sleeve. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So again, well done. Like Delvin, Day Young also really listened to Christian and kind of took the best of what she thought would apply, you know, to what Day Young was thinking about. Yeah, I agree. I'm just hoping she continues with that. Is that a little bow tie up top? Yes, an emerald bow tie. Yeah. I thought that was wacky, but hey, why not? I know. I think she probably got that from the bling table. Because um, yeah. that's another thing. There was a bling table that Ashley yeah. um, let them go all out on. And I think she actually used it. I don't. Oh, okay. That's where Marquise got his bees from. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I was like, where did those bees come from? Came from the bling table. Okay. Um, okay. Ready for our finale piece? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. The cocoon unravels. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. Gross. So... <laughs> at the top of the runway um what you're not seeing on this cheat sheet if you haven't seen the episode is that um Sergio made a cocoon overlay jacket for this that was it looked very well made he spent way too much time on it because the model takes it off and throws it away immediately I don't think it had any sleeves it was just this like double-breasted you know yellow lined coat that I'm like, why did you do that anyway? So she's walking down in this cause she's a, she's a butterfly for all trans people. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Whatever. The slit's weird. Think, it's weird. Yeah. But that coat is the oversized coat. I wish Nancy would have made. It's the best thing about this outfit. Yeah. <laughs> the I coat agree. Was, the coat was great. The model flings it off the runway like it's just something to discard i i it, to me it was such a strange thing to do especially if you're you know making a statement and also if you're an environmental designer i don't think you ought to be wasting clothes like this like did you really need that coat did you really need to buy that fabric mm -hmm. probably not just saying yeah if you're a political designer what are you really <laughs> political about <laughs> <laughs> but also there's something really odd about this outfit right i mean nothing like that makes sense to me I, I i don't understand dresses like that i don't understand there's no, nothing in the design indicates something to me i'm like i don't know <laughs> and i'm not trying to touch on sergio um, I'm really not. I just, I do not get why there's this big slit all the way up to the hip yes. in the, in the front. I don't understand why there's a, a, like a black diagonal, like cummerbund, almost pre cummerbund look there on, around the waist. I don't know why the back has like something that looks inflatable. Um, 
because this design has a lot of circles and the circles have a sparkly thing in the middle. Right. So I don't understand how any of these elements go together. I really don't. Yeah, it's, it's you know, because you think about how this skirt's cut. So you can see where it starts from the slit. Um, it really probably is the most disrespectful way of using this print. <laughs> I'm probably disrespectful is probably too harsh of a word, but it's almost like he didn't consider the print at all, even at the top. So where the bodice, I mean, not the bodice, but the yeah, the top of the bodice, the neckline there, it, there's this weird little like wobbly thing, like like little wave. So the left, the left breast is like what that part is kind of high and the, then the right breast is kind of low. And um, that could have been a good opportunity to maybe cut around the circles because that's the only thing that kind of relates a little bit to the print for me up up front, but it's just, you know, but then you you have that part where the slit is and he's just kind of, he cut right into it. Like he just is like, I'm just going to use a fabric the way I wanted to use it. And in the more I look at it, the more I, I don't understand the cocoon because there is no, there is no connection to that coat at all and there is no connection to the print or the challenge in that coat either and i thought i thought was kind of kind of a like an f you to come out and and totally in white in that in that white coat it was just it was very strange and i know he was going for a moment to show the contrast but uh, it was just so unnecessary and to me a, a, a total missed opportunity and um this is a waste of a waste of my eye time. Just a waste. Yeah, and I think that why so what you just pointed out at the top of the like in the breast area, there's yeah. like a a curve shape. Um it's like an undulating curve shape. Yes, yeah. To the top of the dress. And I thought, okay, so he, he had so Sergio had to organize this so that it didn't look like two breast looking shapes on mm-hmm. a a person's torso where we would expect breasts to be mm-hmm. right that would be a little weird but i think that this undulating line could have been more dramatic yeah being so symmetrical or trying to be it's sort of like i'm not even sure if it's an optical illusion if it is symmetrical but it doesn't look like it quite is it's like i don't know like a centimeter off or something mm-hmm. or like um maybe like almost an inch off so it's like, well, go go more. Make it more asymmetrical. Make it more, or, or just make the top black. Right. And let the pattern live below the waist, yep. you know? That's why I think it was an afterthought. He just did whatever he wanted. Because that on that right side, the, yeah, there is like a little peak of one of the circles. And it looks like a mistake. Or, or it looks like an afterthought. Or, uh, yeah, to me, it just looks like he did not think of this print at all when he made this. You know, it's not lined. It's not. I don't know. He didn't. And I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who wants to walk around with all these flaps hanging around underneath your underarm. Well, if you're a rich woman between the ages of forty-five and sixty-five, and you specifically live around the corner from his house, right? They all dress yeah. like that. Apparently, they all dress like this in support of all the trans people everywhere. Got oh yeah, it. that okay. too. I get it. Now I get it. So much happening in this dress. You know what? Maybe that's why we don't like it. There's just so much going on. We just can't get it. We can't handle it. 
<laughs> we can't. Sergio's too deep for all of us. Like, you know, it's not him. It's us. Like, we need to do the work. Yeah. Oh, my we're God. We're not saving the world, so we're missing. <laughs> all right. So um, that is the end of the runway. And so uh, we have, like, a little bit of, like, a, you know, a little moment for um, Ashley Longshore because she's like this is my first time seeing my prints in motion and blah 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 and she just is overwhelmed she's really happy and Carly calls out these names Dayoung Victoria Delvin Marquise Nancy and then Brittany those are our top and those are our bottoms <laughs> our bottom scores um, so the safe ones are Dun dun dun, Sergio, <laughs> who has this look on his face, going like, "Huh, what? I know. <laughs> this can't I'm be like, real. Am I alive? Am I dead? Is this hell? Is this heaven?" He's so confused. He has no idea where he is because he thought he was going to be the winner, and uh, but he has he's backstage now with Jeffrey and Chelsea, who are right. They are okay. They are just fine. Um, but also. There are only three safe designers. That means that we're getting down to the wire. And yeah. it's, I, you know, I don't know why. I feel like this season is, is flying by. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's get to this. So we do have anything from these judging conversations that sit out to you. Or should we go one well. by one? I mean, uh, I, I was just like, thank you, Elaine, for pointing out that two weeks in a row victoria has not really done the challenge oh oh my gosh (laughs) okay well done nina for spelling it out that we keep seeing the same silhouette yes we do from victoria so i i I was happy to hear those two things acknowledged um yeah 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 i mean because i um because i so i was going to the thing I was trying not to spoil is that Victoria is one of the low scores. So yeah. for the low in- low scoring designers, we have Victoria, Marquise, and Nancy. And um, they, you know how they have been doing the whole, Victoria, do you think that you're in a high score or do you think that you got a low score? And she goes, oh, no, I got the high score. I mean, because I have ice. I see. I'm the best. Yeah. And this one, they were like, um, before we go too far into this, you are the lowing score. You are the lowest, one of the lower scoring um, designers this week, just to let you know, <laughs> just to clarify for you, we're not going to make you guess this time. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think last week, Elaine did bring that up because she was, I think the only judge from last week who said, and if we all re- will remember um, uh, Victoria was one of the top scoring designers and when the Oscar De La Renta guy asked her so okay on my card it says that you had to do this this and that did you do those things she goes no no like the color does it have anything to do with your heritage no I like blue no no uh, so uh, the silhouette does that have anything to do with your heritage no no Moldovians we're all hot so I made something hot and like um, we dressed up we dressed up yeah and I think it was only it was him and Elaine they were the only ones who were kind of like she just did what she wanted to do so 
what's what is this and again this week where they're finally seeing the pattern i'm glad that nina is also admitting it so um they i loved the props they gave delvin same i i i just really loved how they went on and on and on and on about this even though (laughs) i i didn't think it was that incredible but i i kind of love that nina said i think prints and color are your friends because i'm i'm just like just i just just shake him out just shake him out of whatever he's in and i and i know a a part of it is his personality and a lot of a lot of them are, are finally starting to loosen up a little bit but um i'm glad that they pointed out that he does well with prints because I'm hoping for some more, like more exciting silhouettes and more exciting use of, of more color. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Yeah. Um, So we also have Dae Young on the top as well. Um, So she, yeah, no, I think, I think they are, also getting to know her a little bit more as well um because I young was like i don't really work with prints so i want she says this thing that kind of make me laugh i wanted to keep the silhouette simple and i'm like this is not a simple silhouette what are you talking about um i mean at least for me it isn't but um i i also like that she got a lot of accolades as well um spoiler alert i don't think she's i think as soon as she went backstage like she kind of passed out like she i'm i'm i think i'm glad that she didn't fall down on the stage or she's she was able to get through this portion of judging um but yeah yeah she's because the more they talked to her i was like stop talking to her like let her go sit down (laughs) get her some water (laughs) so yeah um what, what did you think about nancy's interaction Especially with Elaine. Because Nancy's mm-hmm. on your bracket. Yeah, Nancy's on my bracket. Um, I forget. Oh, I thought Elaine was actually really correct. Uh, and I wish that... Well, okay, so in my memory, Elaine said something like, you know the difference <laughs> between oversize and just not fitting, right? Is that, is that what Elaine said? Yeah, because I mean, but... It's, yeah, because she was like, you need, you have to see that this is too big. This is swallowing your, your model. model. And she's like, no, yeah. but I ha- where, where, how else was I going to fit the phone pocket, the wine pocket, the dildo, the dildo pocket? pocket. <laughs> you know, because every jacket needs a dildo pocket. I mean, every jacket. Um, yeah, she was really trying to emphasize those hidden pockets, but and I that's the thing that I I did enjoy about that design is that she hid the pockets so well. But I think that also um led to her being so invested in keeping that freaking jacket. Yes. And and, so. and also but I also really appreciated that the, the judges went up and actually looked at the construction and they all said, "Oh, this is really well made." Yes. But Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like it's a it's a well made outfit that makes Dee Dee look like a little baby, like like Honey I Shrunk the Kids or something, or yeah, you know, yeah. and big like the movie Big, where or Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday, 
<laughs> or something like that, where we switch Didi out for like baby Didi. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's like this whole like I'm gonna do me, I'm doing me is a little. It's just no, 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 no. Like look at it, you know. Like yeah, exactly. Um, I think so they really liked it when they took the coat off. I still didn't like it, but I think it redeemed it a little bit. Um, with the, uh, with the, uh, what do you call it? Um, with the oversized pants. Cause I thought the pants at least were interesting. Um, so yeah. Yeah. There was something going on and Ashley did say those pants flooded her basement. She had an orgasm in her <laughs> chair. <laughs> <laughs> you know can i say i was on the plane watching this and when she said these pants flip my basement like i i laughed out loud on my on the plane and i was just like you know this is just like i i don't know i i this this it made me want to have her on as a judge for a little bit longer <laughs> yeah is that is that a southern saying what um, flood my basement to mean what, what it was intended to mean. As, yes. As yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nope. That's exactly what it meant. And it's so funny because so, okay. She says this and it just, everyone clutched their pearls, especially the most Texan God. on the panel, Brandon, who just but also, you know, Brandon's a gay man and just like, Oh, got out. It's like, you can't know talking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> orgasms lady orgasms anyway yes yes <laughs> it's so it was so great it is so great um you know she i think i think brandon is no longer a judge anymore he officially resigned um project runway has hired ashley longshore to take his place <laughs> <laughs> um so funny yeah no no but it it, it flood my basement means the same thing in the south as it means okay. everyone else so yeah <laughs> I've never seen that before, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, and then we have Marquise mm. with um, another oversized thing. So we go from Nancy, we go to Marquise, and it seems as if, like, it, it, there is a theme between the two of them with some proportion issues, and they cannot miss that shirt. <laughs> And um, can I say, and I wrote this in my notes, this is the second time that Marquise has sent something down the runway that is not, uh, that is egregious on the yeah. show where he has hoped, like, I hope they don't see this. Once I, again, I, I want to know. know how you meditate. I want to know what's in your brain. I want to know how it is that you stay so calm because I I don't think, I don't think Marquise is the type of person where you can say, Marquise, they're going to notice and that's bad. He would go, Maybe they'll notice. Maybe they won't. I'm like, no, no. The last time you sent something down with double-sided tape, they saw that tape. This time, they're going to see those darts. They're going to see. And they yeah. saw. Because he was like, I hope they don't ask me to take the coat off. The coat looks good. And then the first thing they ask him, can you take that coat off? I know. Marquis <sighs> should have known that. Um, yeah. It's like I don't think that Marquis is as calm as you think Marquis is because okay. what what people are what you're saying about Marquis is what people say about me like oh you're oh, so calm okay. so chill meanwhile I'm like 
my teeth are like invisibly chattering and I'm like oh. <laughs> on anxiety mode. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm just like, okay, okay. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and I, I like Marquise seems very anxious to me. Oh, okay. Very anxious to me. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that's, I mean, that's my take. well, I, cause I was, I noticed it after cause I, for some reason, well, okay. Maybe I'm thinking to, cause I'm a, I'm a type A individual. So I'm recovering, but still I have those, type A proclivities that are just in my DNA. Because if I don't think it's perfect, that's the thing that I'm always going to expect to be on the test. And that's how I used to study. I'm like, if I don't study this section, that's what's going to be on the test. So I have to study it because who knows? Who knows? And if I don't prepare, if I don't prep enough. So the same thing with this, I would never, I I would never think to uh, assume that, something will fly under the radar. I'm, I'm always just hyper aware. So I'm assuming that other people will be hyper aware. So yeah, I think that's probably why I'm thinking of him being on like const, constant, like, you know, chill mode. But, and there's another thing about Marquise that I was afraid of is so this top, once he takes the, the jacket off, you can see that the shoulder area is, it looks very similar to a lot of what he's made before with that um, like diagonal that starts in your armpit and it goes up. But this is the worst I've seen it. And this is, I'm pretty sure a pattern and a technique that he uses all the time, but he just really struggled with this iteration of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Marquis said so. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Brittany. Brittany who's wearing her Ashley Longshore inspired skirt. So she, she made a skirt that was inspired by Ashley Longshore and brought it with her. And Ashley Longshore happens to be a judge on Project Runway. I think it's just, I mean, it's just so perfect. Or did she make the skirt? You know what? In the episode, in this episode, I think there's a moment where Victoria asks Brittany about what's this? And Brittany said, Oh, it's from another collection that I made or so it's something that Brittany had made before. Okay. 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 Oh, I was so confused because, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. Um, all right, yeah, but I mean, they loved it. Uh, yeah, they really did. Yeah, they loved they loved all this, the, the straps, they loved, and also this is something that I really, really loved because um, she, so the yellow fabric is file, F-A-I-L-L-E, I think that's how you spell it, and I don't know anything about this fabric, but... Oh, Brandon asks, like, what is that? What is that yellow? Is that is it file? Is it and, and and he asks her, How did you hand pleat it? How did you pleat it? Did you pleat it by hand? Did you and she goes, Yeah, yeah, I pleated it by hand. And that's when I was just like, Oh shit. <laughs> Cause she was like, Yeah, yeah, I pleated this oh, by no, hand. She, yeah, yeah. She can sew. Oh like, yeah, yeah. We knew this week one or two. Like yeah. we this was clear. Um Yeah, which is why I think Nayland picked Brittany, mm-hmm. <laughs> because the skills are there for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm just glad she's able to keep it together because I think she's in hyper um, kill mode. Like she's this is this episode she was in kill mode. Like she was like, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking win this shit. Look right. at me. Otherwise- Look at this. This is mine. I've got an Ashley Longshore skirt in my bag. Anyway, she was like prepared, but no, I think I think that conversation with the judges. For me, I was like, we. There's so much work she did in the workroom that I would have wanted to see. I want to see her hand pleat that skirt, 
or even talk about why you have to plead this by hand. Um, but also, but also just more, you know, I, I, I get it. Like she was our, our window into Ashley Longshore and how amazing she is. And also she's a super fan. Um, but I, I just was like, there's so many things she did to that outfit that I would like a camera on. So yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So I think anywhere else, anyone else that you want to talk about with the judging? I think that's everyone. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So they go back and, um, we, we deliberate uh, or the judges d- d- deliberate and um, you know, I think, I think it's pretty interesting this time in, in, in the back with these designers, because we have some first timers on the low scoring side and that is Victoria <laughs> um, and Nancy. So they're, they're both yeah. kind of, kind yeah. of low. What were we going to say? I was going to say, and Marquise. Yeah, Marquise. I think Marquise has been on the bottom before. Yes, he has. Yeah, yeah Marquise yeah. has been on the bottom before. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but Victoria is just like, I don't know how to lose. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And, and Dayang tries to summon up all of the strength she has in her frail, frail, dying body to go and comfort Victoria and Victoria's like no 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 leave me no I, yeah no no I'm good. don't touch I'm good. don't touch me and then I feel like Diana's is like okay so if you don't okay if you're gonna have a moment on the chaise can you scoot a little bit further down to the end of it so I can lay down because I am dying I actually need the chaise more than you do <laughs> like, I need to take a nap anyway so um so yeah um so they're deliberating 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 and. Do you want to say who ends up winning this challenge? Yes. Brittany Allen is the winner. Yeah, Brittany. Yeah, well-deserved. Yes. I it, Hands down, great. But I also really loved Dae Young's piece as well. So I, I yeah. thought the two of them, it could have gone either way for for me. Um, all right. And next, we have our lowest scoring designers. So, also, well, I guess you can ask me. Do you want to ask me? Yeah. Where? Okay. Yeah. So, um, who goes home this week? It's Marquise. Marquise goes very, it's... very respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. Very respectfully. It's very sad. I, you know, and I. Even this is the second time. I mean, it was first with Shavi and then with Marquise, where I wanted Christian to use his Tim. Gun, uh, oops, whoa! With the Christian Siriano save. Whoops. <laughs> Almost slipped there. Uh, the Siriano save, and um, hasn't used it yet. So we only have, I guess, two more episodes where Christian can use it. I think. Huh. And he hasn't used it yet. We haven't even heard it, heard of it. So. Um, well, he doesn't have to use it, right? I guess he doesn't have to, but I don't know. I just, I, w- I, w- I want someone to get saved. Well, <laughs> so far, know. no one really seems worth it. Sorry to say. You know what? I agree. No, you don't have to apologize. No, you're right. You're totally right. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, not even Shavi. It's just that Shavi, I feel like, has potential or had potential, and and you know, yeah. I know it's not really based off of that. So I'm just being sentimental about it. No. All right. Um, yeah. So we've reached the end of our episode, Patricia. Um, have. <laughs> yeah. So any last words, anything to share? And then can you remind the listeners how to find you? Oh, yeah. Um, so I can be found on Twitter and on Instagram with the same um, handle, which is sense and sight as in optical side and common sense so that's s-e-n-s-e-a-n-d-s-i-g-h-t that's it i don't have any announcements although i will i would like to just take a moment i know we've been at it for some time Mm -hmm. i would like to take a moment that i I, i've been watching a lot of uh, copenhagen fashion week and what i thought was interesting is that at copenhagen fashion week they have made this new rule that in the future, going from here on, all brands that participate have to adopt very um, rigorous sustainability policies. Mm-hmm. And so designers that participate in Fashion Week have to comply with a minimum of 17 standards that include using at least 50% certified organic, upcycled or recycled textiles in all collections. Oh, and wow. using only sustainable packaging. And they have banned single-use single use plastic bottles from their shows. If you've been to New York Fashion Week, it is... I mean, I, I have not gone probably in about... Ooh, nine years, eight years. But guess what? Littered with single-use plastic bottles of water, wow. right? So this just happened in Copenhagen Fashion Week. And I thought... There's no buzz about it. I just heard it on the news in another European news channel. But um, it was very minor. And I thought, that's big. That's amazing. Just sharing with you all if anyone's interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I guess... uh, You know, know, hopefully they'll feature our our dear Sergio next year because he probably fulfills all 17 and maybe we'll, he could suggest to them five more. Oh yeah. They'll probably change it. He'll probably like, you know, suggest those five will become the most important ones. The most important. (laughs) (laughs) What about about you, Ernest? Do you have something to share and where can people find you? Yeah. So, um, I don't, I do have something to share and I've been sharing it every week because the exhibition is still on early art practitioners program exhibition at the Joan Mitchell foundation. Um, It's called in the absence of dot, dot, dot. And the, um, the, the website and all the contact um, I'm going to put it in our show notes for them, but um, just these amazing artists and I, um, their work is up and I, and I'm very proud of them. And if you're in the New York area, please go and see it. It's open until February 28th, um, 2020. And you can find me on, of course, all social mediums at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And I think that's it. And I have all of that in the show notes. And again, you guys, Thank you so much for sending in such wonderful letters and great feedback. Keep sending them in. And of course, we're just going to gather them together. Um, I'll also put the link to the Copenhagen Fashion Week in the show notes, too, um, because I'm going to look that up. I would love to. I'm going to 
be watching some videos now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So a Vogue UK, I just quoted heavily from a Vogue UK article. That will be easy to find. Yeah. And it's so, because I, I just went to the, the website and it has their sustainability action plan right on yeah. the front page. So you can go and read more about that. Because um, I'm pretty sure other fashions are going to have to start adopting that. Um, all right. Yeah. So if that's it, then um, Patricia, so amazing to talk to you about this show. And uh, so, so much fun as always. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, readers, keep writing in. Yes. Thank you so much, Ernest. Of course. And thank you, listeners. And um, until next week, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye.